Blog Talk Radio. Forget about tomorrow. Time for us to start winning is now. 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 Hey, they don't like us, we don't like them. Nothing wrong with that, right? At the end of the day, it's the same three things you've had to do in 35 that you got to do now in 2018. I do not see no holes on this wall. You got to run the ball. Stop the run. Tyreek Hill lines up in the backfield. The ball pops free, and it's recovered by Harrison. A snack for David Harrison early. 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 And you got to pressure the passer. Went hangs in, holds it down, down he goes. And an early sack by Olivier Vernon. 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 Two kinds of players in this league, folks. There are guys that play professional football, and there are professional football players. And the professional football players are the guys we want. I don't want guys that want to win. I want guys that hate to lose. Odell Beckham Jr. down the sideline for the touchdown. 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 Giants fans, you are now listening to the hottest show on the planet, the Shakedown. Here to give you everything you need to know on your New York football giants are... Black Friday. Black Friday. Welcome to the New York Football Giants, Saquon Barkley, a.k.a. the Golden Child. <laughs> He's a chosen Do you know who Alec Ogletree is? Like, I'm asking you for real. Really? Not me, but do you know who he is? J-Rock, J-Rock, J-Rock. You're saying we're going 16-0, huh? 16-0, bro. How dare you say anything worse? <laughs> How dare you? Out your mind. You you know, he just jacked the Messiah. Messiah. Obi, the one and only, Shakes Montana. Now, is that man with a prospect like a Peyton Manning or a Joe Montana, like I've been saying the whole fucking time, you don't pass up on this talent. You don't do it. You don't do it. Now, here is your host, Shakes Montana.
Oh, it's Nation. Bullet fans all around the world. You are now tuned in to one of the most dangerous shows on this blog talk network. Can I get my back? Oh. The shakedown. I'm your host today. Man, today Wednesday. Black Freezy. We back there. Oh. And it looked like I got my brother with me. Shake. Montana. What's going on, Jake? What's going on, brother? Peace, guys. Hey, God. What's happening with you, man? What was that? This is really good. You ain't any, is there any news going on with the GM search? I mean, I'm definitely trying to talk about that today. Yeah, yeah, man. So first thing okay. we're gonna do, man, is, is get into um, you know, there was we had John just to the pressure, and um, it's about seventeen minutes, bro. It's, they got in his ass a little bit. Dot com pause. You know what I mean? Um, they um, they were asking some of the stuff we've been asking, man. And um, I'm not gonna front. He he was kind of shooting back and and took a lot of um, self blame. Um, and wasn't backing down on his, 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 his uh, nepotism that, you know, they practice within the uh, franchise or the organization. Um, so it should be interesting, man, to listen to. Um, not sure. Did you hear it? Nope. Oh, you're going to love this. You're going to love this motherfucker right here. I'm trying to wait until the brothers got here, man, but, you know, it's 17minutes.com, and I'm, I'm pretty sure eventually we're probably going to jump into it again eventually or something like that. But what we're going to do, man, without any further ado, I should say, we have here, let me make sure I got this thing right here. I'm talking Shiznai. We have here the John Mara Presser. In regards to um, the moves in the team that we just made currently, plus the moves we're about to do in the future. And the years and the years of all of this losing, and who's, who's to be accountable for it? And yes, it is you, John Mera. So without any further ado, we have the presser. Thanks, Dion. Good afternoon, everybody. I thought in light of the uh, uh, events that have taken place over the last couple of days that uh, I ought to give you the opportunity to ask some questions. So let's get right into it and uh, get started. Bruce Beck, NBC. John, you made two big changes this week, changes again. Why should Giants fans believe you will get it right this time? Well, I haven't given them any reason to believe that, uh, Bruce. It's up to me um, to make the right choices, up to Steve and I, to make the right choices going forward to earn back their trust. And that is not going to be an overnight process. That's going to take, uh, that's going to take some time. But it starts with getting uh, the general manager pick uh, done uh, correctly and then with hiring the right head coach. So that's going to be a process that we're going to have to, we're going to, have to earn their trust again. And uh, as I said, that's not going to happen overnight. I'm Rob Newsday. John, how much do you look at these interviews for general managers and head coaches as, as package deals, as, as bringing one guy in with, with his coach? 
Uh, there are no package deals. I mean, each uh, we want to get the general manager ideally done first, and obviously we'll talk about um, the candidates uh, for head coach, but uh, it's not going to be a package deal. I want to go through a, uh, a, a complete process here and interview as many people as possible. I don't want to rush into anything. We've made that mistake in the past, and I want to make sure we get to see as many candidates uh, as possible, ideally. Mark Stapleton, director. John, do you feel like you guys have made bad choices and you've identified wrong candidates, or in some ways is this a failure of your process that you've gone through? It's probably um, probably all of the above, Art. I mean, uh, we haven't necessarily made the right choices. Um, I think um, looking back on our process, I wish it had been a little more extensive, that we had seen more people um, and uh, maybe taken our time a little bit more with it. And uh, we're going to try not to make that mistake this time. Paul Schwartz, New York Post. Hey, John. Um, what is your confidence level in your ability to make the right choice? Um, you know, a lot of these choices the last few years have not been um, proven to be successful. So, um, you, know, you, you know, everything starts and stops with you. You know, do you feel you're capable of making the right choice this time around? I, I do, Paul, and obviously I don't expect a lot of people to believe that given what's happened over the last few years, and I'm going to have to earn uh, their trust again. But I, I feel very good about the group of candidates for the general manager position that we have scheduled right now. Um, I think any one of a number of them could would make an excellent general manager. So I, I am confident that, that we have the resources to make the right choice here. Bob Blaubert, Newsday. John, I'm just curious your reaction to um, being in your building uh, watching the Cowboys game where a lot of Cowboys fans showed up. And then against Washington, not a lot of fans showed up, period. How much did that impact you? And as a, as a kind of a corollary, you said, you, you know, you, you rushed it a little bit last time. Do you think that there was a little bit of comfort in that it had been so long since there was a succession of front office stability since, since 1979? Okay, that's the way to get two questions in there, Bob, in violation yes, of the rules, is. but okay. Um, obviously, you don't like to see visiting team fans in, in your building, but that's just the way the NFL is. Right now, we had a lot of fans in Miami, a lot of fans in Tampa. Now, certainly it's exacerbated by the fact that we had a poor record this year, but it, certainly it's not a pleasant sight that you, that you want to see every time. And, 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 yes, we've gone through this process far too often in recent years after having a lot of years of stability, and it's not a fun process uh, at all. Um, there is nothing more painful to me uh, than making that long walk down the hallway uh, to tell somebody, uh, particularly a, a, a good person uh, like Joe, um, that uh, we're making a change. It's gut-wrenching for me. Um, it's been gut-wrenching every time I've had to do it, and um, obviously I've had to do it far too often uh, lately. And, and that's why we're um, that's why we're in this uh, process again, and um, we're going to get it right this time. Thank you, Joe. NFL Network. Hey, John, I'm curious if there was a last straw for Joe Judge and where, if anywhere, does that 11-minute address where, as you well know, you know, he took some, you know, veiled shots at, at your former coach and, and also a, a, a division opponent, obviously. I mean, obviously I wasn't thrilled with that uh, particular press conference, but I can't say there was one specific 
act that was the last straw. It was just a culmination of things. Um, uh, we, we just got to a point where I, I, where I thought we had dug ourselves a hole so deep that I didn't see a clear path to getting out of it unless we completely blew it up and, and started all over again with a new general manager and a new head coach. Um, I still think that there is a really good head coach inside of Joe Judge. I just felt like given where we are right now uh, on the verge of bringing in a new general manager, we have to give that person um, the flexibility uh, to bring in the head coach that uh, that, that he wants, and I, I think that's that was a large part of the decision here in, in making a in making a change. I just felt like we really needed to just start from the from from the ground up again. Thank you. I'm Kevin Hey, John. How you doing? Good, Tom. How are you? Good. It seemed when you hired Joe, he came in and gave you a, you know, presentation which wowed you. I mean, in 2020 hindsight, do you need to take a step back after you listen to these guys and look at more closely what they're saying? Well, I think that's a fair comment, but we did here. We did a lot of research on him, as we do with all of our candidates. Um, you know, he did He did do an excellent job in that interview. Um, sometimes, you know, some people interview well, some people don't, but you have to do more research than that. But I, I thought our process at that time was, was pretty thorough. I mean, you know, we had spoken to a number of people about Joe. And listen, I still believe that there is a good head coach inside of him. Um, but uh, I just felt like given where we are at the at the moment, and certainly, certainly, that is not all due to, to, to him. Uh, but given where we are right now, I felt like we needed a clean sweep. Thank you. Ian O'Connor, you're close. Hey, John, for, for those of us old enough to remember, the, the back-to-back quarterback sneak sort of brought back the memories of the Bizarchik fumble and, and that period of time, which obviously is not a pleasant memory for you, but did that sequence really make this situation, as far as bringing him back, completely untenable? How much did that play into it? Uh, you know, obviously those weren't my favorite play calls in the world. I wish we had run that back when Pisarchik uh, was here. But, <laughs> but um, uh, you know, Ian, that, that, was, that was just one minor factor in the overall scheme of things. Obviously not what I was looking for uh, watching the game, but, you know, you can point to any number of play calls that, uh, that, uh, that any of us uh, could have second-guessed. But uh, it was a bit of a surprise to me, let's put it that way. And Doug, the athletic, you know, as a reference, you know, fired a lot of people over the last couple of years. Um, but what do you say to the fact that your brother is still senior vice president of player personnel, your nephew's co-director of player personnel, and there's a perception that there isn't really accountability for family members who have had prominent roles during this stretch? Well, that perception uh, has been created by you and others, and the reality is that um, in terms of my brother, my brother spends most of his time doing evaluation of college players. His grades go into our system, and he participates in the draft. Um, all personnel decisions in this building, and this has always been the case, have been made by the general manager and the head coach. When they agree on a personnel decision, they come to me with it, and as long as they're both in agreement, I okay it. The only times I, I would possibly not do that is if there was an off-the-field conduct issue. So. Uh, Chris is a very skilled evaluator, 
but he does not have any authority here other than the fact that I will go to him on occasion and ask him about players. Tim is probably the most respected guy we have in this building. Coaches, uh, front office staff, uh, the general manager, go to him, ask his advice on players because he is a good evaluator. He's worked his way up from the bottom, and he's earned his stripes. He does not have any authority here. The personnel decisions have always been made and will always be made by the general manager and the head coach. If they agree on, on a draft pick, on a UFA, uh, then I'm going to okay it 99.99% of the time. Uh, the only time I will raise an issue about it is if there is a conduct issue. I'll question them about it. I'll make them defend their positions, and I'll make sure that they're on the same page. But at the end of the day, if they're in agreement, then that's the decision we're going with. I am Dudley, New York Post. Hey, John, sorry, my camera's not working. Um, but, but, I'm, uh, I'm quite all right with that, Ryan, but go ahead. <laughs> John, uh, how, you've done one interview. You have all these other ones you've lined up. How desirable is the Giants GM job when there's no cap space, the offensive line needs work, the, deep, the pass rush needs work? What is the feedback you've gotten? Is this, do you feel like your job is desirable, especially quarterback? I didn't even mention quarterback, John. Uh, the quarterback situation is not uh, solidified. How, how desirable is the job you feel? Well, Ryan, all I can tell you is based on the number of uh, inquiries that I've had from prospective candidates, um, we're not going to be able to interview even 20% of all of them. This is a very desirable job. We happen to have a lot of draft capital uh, coming up. I, I think this is an organization that people want to work for. Um, so I've been heartened by the fact that um, so many people have expressed an interest, and including people who are uh, very talented and who have a legitimate shot at getting the job. Um, we haven't been turned down by anybody yet. Jordan Roddy, ESPN. Hey, John. If I could just follow up on the, your answer before about Chris and Tim and everyone. Uh, and also then ask you, you know, how you guys came up with the list of GM candidates. But I'm curious, do you think that them being part of ownership doesn't, though, hold maybe more, more sway than if it was somebody else? More sway in terms of what? In regards to, you know, when they make a recommendation on a player, you, like I know it just goes into the system like everyone else, but it's a, it, they're not anybody else. They're actually part of ownership. I, I do not think it holds any more sway. It, it, that has not been my experience here. I, I, li I listen to them, uh, but there are, there are many voices in this building, but the only two voices at the end of the day uh, that matter are the head coach and the general manager. They make the final determination. They listen to them because they recognize their evaluation skills, but there are other people in the building who have evaluation skills as well and who have voices as well, but they do not have undue influence on the final decisions that are made here. They absolutely do not. And also, how, how did you come up with the list for GM candidates and, and who's involved in that process? I mean, that's something that I, I, I've said this before. I'm always conscious of uh, personnel around the league. It's, I, I always keep a list um, of possible head coaches, possible uh, general managers. I look at it. I look at the successful teams. Uh, at, at what they're doing. I have a lot of people around the league that I, that I talk to whose opinions uh, that I respect. And uh, at the end of the day, uh, Steve and I put together the list. Steve Felitti, NJ.com. 
Hey, John, I'm curious, is this your lowest moment in your associated speech with the Giants? I mean, is, this, is this as embarrassed as you've been about the franchise? Honestly, I would have to say yes. Yes, it is. Um, I kept thinking during the season that uh, we had hit rock bottom and then each week it got a little worse. So, uh, honestly, I, I'm not proud of saying this, but if I'm going to be 100% honest, I would have to say the answer is yes. Pat Leonard, Daily Ghost. Hey, John, how you doing? Hey, Pat. Um, you, you say Chris doesn't have any authority, but he was only—he was one of only three people, along with yourself and Steve, interviewing your first GM candidate. And my question is about—you uh, know—do you think you, Chris, and other family members need to take a step back from the football operations and? dramatically change the way you operate on a daily basis in order to see this. Well, what we need to do is to hire the right general manager to oversee the football operations, and that's what this process is about. I mean, you make it sound like uh, we're having um, undue influence on the football operations here. I've, I've said this repeatedly. For, for whatever reason, um, you guys keep asking me about it. It's the general manager and the head coach uh, that are mo most important people in this building in terms of making personnel decisions. Chris is in those interviews because he's part of ownership and I value his opinion. Uh, I, value, I value his, uh, his skills and, and I want him in there. At the end of the day, um, I'll listen to him, but it'll be Steve Tish and myself who make the final decision. We'll take two more. Zach Rosenblatt, Ralph Bacchiano. Zach Rosenblatt. Uh, John, uh, in the past you've admitted that you know, there were some mistakes made in the 2018 and 2019 off seasons. Um, I'm, I'm curious if you regret bringing Dave back these last two years and, and why you felt it was the right decision to let him uh, close out the season as well, getting a head start on things. Well, I, listen, I thought that at the end of last season, you know, we finished 5-3. and three. I thought that the arrow was pointing up. I thought we were moving the right direction. Uh, I thought the, the communication, um, uh, you, you know, at that end of the building was good. And for whatever reason, things went uh, haywire this year. Everybody got hurt uh, between training camp and the early part of the season, and things just went downhill uh, from there. And we reached a point where I just think we need to, to, uh, to, to hit the reset button and, um, and get a fresh start, and that's why we made the decision that we did. Ralph Vacchiano, SMY. Hey, John. Um, uh, you said in the past that stability is always a goal for you and your franchise, which obviously hasn't been the case over the last few years. I'm wondering if you think that that will be a concern among the candidates for coach and GM about just how much you really are willing to commit to their plan, and also if you feel like you need to force yourself to be a little bit more patient this time around and maybe endure the, the down parts a little bit better. I, I certainly think, Ralph, that it, it will be a factor that, that – um, some of these candidates uh, will consider. Um, and that's something that we're going to have to overcome in these interviews. In terms of forcing myself, you know, I wanted to do that very badly this year, but uh, I just didn't see any end in sight. I just thought that we had reached a point where um, I didn't see a clear path uh, to, to, to making significant progress and just thought, as I said before, that we needed to hit the reset button. Last one here. John, will the, will the new general manager have full authority to hire whichever head coach he wants without any say from you? And will he have full authority to do 
whatever he wants with Daniel Jones without any say from you. He he will lead the, the general. The, he will lead the search for a head coach. But those decisions always are subject to final approval by ownership. Um, you know, in terms of, of Daniel or Saquon or anyone else you want to ask me, that's going to be, be between the general manager and the head coach. If I could quickly follow up to Zach's question that kind of flew under the radar, why did you let Dave Gettleman retire instead of firing him later in the season to get a head start on the GM search? Well, it would not necessarily have given me a head start. The only people I would have been allowed to speak to would be people who are on the street right now. and. You know, quite frankly, my, our top candidates are people that, who are all employed right now. So it really would not have given us any advantage. And um, I didn't see any, any need to do that uh, earlier than, than when he announced his retirement. Well, all right. Well, all right. Well, there you have it. The presser, John Mara. Uh, all of the questions, man. All of the questions and some some of the answers that um, that we were looking for here. Uh, got a brother with us, Chase Montagna. Also got two of the other co-hosts, two of my other brothers. He chose one from the Bronx and LRP. We ain't got no problems in Houston. What's going on, brother? Peace to the gods. Peace to the earth. How you feel about that, man? How would you feel about some of these Peace, King. Some of these answers. Peace, King. Peace. I just wanted to give the fellas that, that chance to um, say something. Okay. Peace, peace, y'all. What's going on? There he is. Peace, peace, King. Wait, All right. Y'all heard it. Y'all heard it live. How we feeling? We're going to start start, uh, start at the bottom of the ball. We start with LRP. No problems in Houston. How you feeling about the transmission that you heard, sir? A lot of unprofessional motherfuckers. Got the dog in the background and shit. Motherfucking computers going <laughs> off. You would think. Yeah, was, <laughs> that shit was with a situation like that, it would be a little bit more, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, as far as the words that were coming out of his mouth, uh, whatever, you know, um, I'm glad he made the decision. You know, we can say it, you know, anything after the fact. I'm just glad he did it. Um, as far as, you know, his giving Gettleman, I think that was a bullshit answer. As far as firing him during the season and this, that, and the third. You, you clearly let that man walk out on his own terms instead of, you know, giving him the boot and showing him the shame that he deserved for putting you in this rock bottom position and this embarrassing position that you claimed that you was in, you know, which I don't doubt that that's not the truth. Um, but you definitely could have did him dirty like you did the other dude. Uh, and as far as anything else, I mean, it was a little bit cryptic. I did, you know, reports did come out that, you know, this presser came with restrictions, you know, almost presidential life. So, you know, he definitely uh, narrated the, the the gravity <laughs> and didn't let nobody agitate it, even though yeah, they, they I did. Front. I think they, I can't front my brother. I think they dug into his ass pretty good on this one. I can't, because they, because especially if you look at the visual, he's blinking a whole hell lot. He's looking to the a lot. So, I was with somebody and I was like, he wasn't had a lot of that shit. Um, especially when it's digging into, you know, the family family, his brothers and all. You know? 
Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with, you know, I, I didn't mind that comment or that response. Um, he is part of ownership. He's family, you know what I'm saying? That that, that ain't going to change. Of course, he's going to be in the, in the room. So, but, uh, yeah, that's all I got, man. Let the brothers go. All right, all right. We got, we got the brother with us, J-Rob, in the building. What's going on, J-Rob? What's good? What's good? Peace, bro. Did you hear the presser? No, no, I didn't hear it, man. I just chimed in. Oh, come on, man. Yo, Rob, your phone call, brother. But no, listen, Black, don't even get the first because you said, right before you played it, you might have to play it later <laughs> on for the fellas. Oh, yeah, I mean, you was waiting for everybody to come through. That's why I'm getting, that's why I'm jumping on it like that. So I knew it was going to happen, man. I know. <laughs> but you already I knew. We had to play it later on anyway. So, mm-hmm. don't I, even worry I, about I, it. I still, still going to fuss anyway. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Said, yeah, so how you feeling, brother, man? Did you read anything about what was going on out here in the streets with with uh, with the big head gremlin up there in the office? You talking to me or um, no. Jay Brown? Oh, J-Rock. My Yo, Mike, me, man. I, I ain't hear nothing. I ain't read nothing. All right, Let them play spectator for a second. Yeah, we God damn it, J-Rock. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, go, I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead. I'll, I'll grab something off. You set up the space yesterday, brother. Let's go. I got you. So, mm-hmm. there were three things I took from that. First and foremost, shout out to my brothers. Peace to the gods. Peace to the herbs. Good to hear your voice. We're back, baby. Um, the humility that had to be over him, mm. I love every minute of it. Mm. There was a humility, not humble. There's a difference. Humble is your recognition. Humility is everybody else having the, the spear pointed at you and you saying, you know what, let me get on my knees and let it be known that I'm not trying to fight back. Now, regardless mm. to him, being the one to, you know what I'm saying, dictate his presser, they were smart enough to say, you know what, let me hit him with the double entendres. So he has no choice but to not answer the questions that he said he probably won't answer, but I'll ask him something in the same way. I'll ask him the same question in a different way, and that's why I was messing with him, especially one great question when they said so about keeping Saquon and Jones moving forward. Who's going to be the decision maker on that? And he's like, well, the GM and the head coach will be the ones to decide on that, but all things are still subject to ownership. You see what I mean? So he really backtracked right there and said, even though they're the ones that's going to make the decision, I'm still involved with the decision-making process. Again, not stepping out of the way and allowing GMs and coaches to do the things that they need to do. Finally, my third takeaway from that is just a bunch of bullshit. He never answered all the questions that was necessary. He backbit, stepped over, tiptoed, and danced around to try to give the best answer available. But through all of those questions that was asked, that was greatly asked, politically incorrect. He's a sucker. Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Mm-hmm. So it's not like business as usual. He's just using the optics to, to, yeah, to glaze over everybody else and shit. Yeah, I mean, 
If you saw the optic, you saw him blinking like a motherfucking robot and shit. You know what I mean? You saw that. You knew them shit was tapping his soul. You know what I mean? Oh, he was unified. I got in there. Love you like a son. Son. I got a different. I got a different right. take here. So I know we got a couple cars, but you know what I mean. It's getting a little hot in here. All right, cool. Right, but let me just go real quick on my shit. Now, mm-hmm. first off, the shit about Gettleman. Now, I was the main one. I I had a private conversation with either chosen one from the Bronx about three weeks ago, I believe. And I said, yo, they might fire him this week after this performance. Like, they should get a head start. So I, I felt like they should have done that and fired him before and got the head start. But his answer to it, his answer to that question to me was not bullshit pertaining to LRP. I kind of, I see what he's saying. The the candidates that he uh, could inquire about are not available at this point in time. So why even do something? Wait until you can uh, interview everybody. Because one of the main things that he said, the last time, we kind of rushed. We fell in, you know what I mean? We, we fell in love with the the guy. We did our research on him, and we hired him. But this time, we want to interview everybody and get a, 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 a clear process on this. So I agree with that. Now, um, as far as uh, going who's calling the shots, like, what he said was 90% uh, it, decisions of personnel is on the head coaching and the GM. Mm-hmm. Now, he, he says, now, the only time I do step in is if it's character issues. And then I will hear them out and make sure that they're on the same page. See, I was listening mm-hmm. this time, Black Freezy. I was on point. But listen, I, you know, was <laughs> point. Yeah. Uh, I was on it, right? It wasn't want-want this time. But, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, look, so... To me, I think he's correct because when you look at it, I think a lot of the shit, uh, Gettleman had a lot of hands on in what was going on. And I don't think that Mara even has the knowledge, capability in football, not not his knowledge in life, but in football, I don't think that he has the knowledge capability to say, okay, you don't know what you're doing. I oversee that. Like, he'll he'll be like, okay, he'll run with that. That's what you want to do? Okay, let's go with it. But make sure that you're on the same page with the head coach because I don't want y'all to be off terms. So I believe that uh, Judge was a yes man to Gettleman, and Gettleman was calling a lot of the shots in this situation, which got his ass fired. But – yeah, y'all can go ahead. Um, we uh, do got Dan with us. Call got yeah, everybody yeah. said we got Dan Seaver with us. My bad, I spoke to Dr. Let on. Now, he's not good, bro. I know. We, we, it's been a long time. Um, we also got a caller with us. Make sure you dial us number, 914-205-5796. Make sure you press number one. We can see you at the top of the dial, but we got with us the veteran, the Lieutenant Ivan. What's going on, Ivan? What's going on, fellas? Um, 
Y'all hear me? Peace, King. Yeah, yeah, peace, peace, God. Talk to us yeah. about this, this present, man. Go ahead, let him have it. Yeah, so, you know, uh, and I spoke to some of y'all yesterday. Initially, you know, I gave Merrick credit for, you know, finally getting ready to, ready to judge, even though I firmly believe it was due to the pressure. That pressure was, like, white hot, you know what I'm saying? So he had, he, you know, he couldn't do what he wanted to do, which I'm sure was Keeps Judge, which that's what was leaked out um, by Shefty or whoever leaked it a few weeks ago. And he probably wanted to hire Abrams, status quo, but not just him. I'm sure that's what Chris Mara and Tim wanted, his mm-hmm. nephew. You know, the same reason they wanted Gettleman. It wasn't nothing to evaluate. They knew Gettleman. He was in the building for over 10 years. You know, he, he was part of the, get a, you know, the, you know what I'm saying, the, the good old boy crew. Yep. So that made sense to somebody like Chris Mara and Tim. You know what I'm saying? Family members, um, you know, bring in somebody we already know. Boom, everything's a go. So now here's my problem with some of the things that that Mara said today that just did not sit well with me. Um, when he said he tried to, you know, and I'm glad the media pressed him. I wish they would have kept pressing him, you know. And he said this is something you guys created as the media. No, the media didn't create. And give the fans some credit to be able to look at your org chart and see what's going on when the franchise has been dysfunctional for 10 years. Give the fans some credit because it didn't just come from the media. In fact, I want to say the fans putting it out there was what got the media talking about it. You know? Um, so give the fans some credit for being able to evaluate your organization. Um, and then, you know, he said the media created that. Um, and, and then say, you know, basically he tried to dress it up like Chris Mara is just a scout. You know, he turns in his scouting reports, and, and, and Tim, they do the same thing, and Tim has worked his way up. Now, he's your nephew. Stop that. You know what I'm saying? And, and here's the problem with that. Chris sits. When you look at the org chart, he's right under, you know, John Mara. You know, the senior vice president of player personnel or whatever it is. He's not just another guy, Okay. So for you to try to sell it like that, you know, you're insulting people's intelligence. Or he's just a voice, mm-hmm. right? And in one, in one side of your mouth, you say he doesn't have a say, right? He doesn't uh, – um, he, he's not going to have a say in who we hire, right? This is my and, and, and Tisha's decision. So why is he in the room? Why mm-hmm. is he interviewing? If it's your decision – and Tisha's decision, why is he in the room? Okay? Because the optics and the appearance of that is to whoever this GMA, just nobody, I had a saying whether we hired you or not. You better come listen to me. You know what I'm saying? And what I got to say and any other scouts that remain in the building. Okay? And then on top of that, you say, um, you say, oh, um, you know, he, you know, the final say goes to the GM. The problem is, when you got people like Chris Mara and, and Tim, the nephew, in the building, it, it's a natural thing that's going to happen in any work environment. It has nothing to do with the NFL. You're going to have factions that develop, and you're going to have loyalties. And if I'm a scout and I've been there for 10 years, I'm going to listen to you, the GM. You might be, be fired in three years. Chris ain't going nowhere. I'm going to be loyal to him putting food on my table. You know, mm-hmm. um, so that that the, the way he presented that was bullshit. And who? When's the last time I've never heard of Chris being out on the road? 
you know, scouting these kids. So what, what exactly, what scouting reports are you turning in? And then he said he's a great talent evaluator. Really? You know, and, and, and I wish a reporter would have challenged Who did he scout? Who was his recommendation? Because last I checked, drafting has been terrible for a long time with the Giants. So if him and, and Tim are such great evaluators, who the hell did they evaluate? You know what I'm saying? Who, 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 who did they recommend? I just want to so, tell you I love you, Ivan. Yeah, man. You know that that that's, that's my I, thing. I, I, I said I said the same thing just in three quick sentences. I know exactly what yeah, you're talking you, about. Yeah, so, so go along, like, get you along. Know, you, you got, you, yeah, you got to break that down a little bit, right? And then this is the other part that bothers me. I'll leave it here because I know y'all got other people, right? He said, you know, these players get eval. He said, you know, the GM makes the final decision along with the head coach, and then they bring it to me. I make sure they're on the same page. I give it the okay if I agree with it, right? First off, John Mara, what the hell you know about scouting? So if I want to draft a, a, a guard from Washington State, I got to bring it to you for what? You know, with the exception of, hey, this guy's got some, some stuff looming over his head. He had a DUI or, okay, mm-hmm. I get that part, right? I get that. But beyond that, what are you going to tell me about this guard from West, Washington State? What are you going to tell me about – uh, about this, you know, defensive end that, that that I'm interested in from Liberty University. And furthermore, if I'm the GM, why do I got to necessarily be on the – yes, I want to be on the same page with my coach. But guess what? The coach is coaching every week. I am scouting, and I got my scouts, and we out there trying to find talent. A coach cannot possibly be scouting these college players. I said this before, scouting these college players while they're running a program in the NFL that's running at the same time as the college season. So if I'm the GM and I have a strong conviction on a player, even if the coach is not 100% on board, guess what? That's who we going with. Or am I not the general manager? Now, maybe he just said it and, you know, I'm reading too much into it, you know, and it, it, it don't necessarily go down that way. But I didn't necessarily like that. You know, what do you, what do you mean you clear? Who are you? What do you know about scouting? You know what I'm saying? What, what, do, you, what do you know? You're you just somebody who was born rich. And was born into the family, you know. I gotta clear it with you. I got I gotta clear it with you who I'm a draft. Like I said, once again, with the exception of a player, you know, um, has got some some stuff looming. There's some charges. There's some speculation. I get that. As an owner, you may say I don't want to bring that into my building. Um, you know, I, I get that. Uh, but beyond that, though, I don't understand what role. You play except sign the – your job is to sign the checks and hire the right people. And once you hire them, you step aside. You know, and, and it's crazy because this was the, the internal battle in the beginning with Belichick and, and what's his name in New England, right? And this is documented. They talked about it, you know, and he finally figured – he said it. He is on record. You know, he said, I finally had to just step back and let Bill do Bill, you know, because once again, what the hell do you know? You know what I'm saying? About, and look at in, in Dallas. Jerry took a step back. I don't know if anybody noticed that, but years ago, Jerry finally took a step back, you know, and he let guys like, you know, Will McClay, you know, run the show and his nephew. I think it's his nephew, his son-in-law, whatever it is. Um, you know, and, and, and the Cowboys all of a sudden got better, you know, um, and they started to uh, – and, you know, he, when he interfered with Jimmy and the, and the crew way back in – you know, when they was in their heyday, you know, there was a battle there because he tried to poke his nose in. As an owner, that's not your, your job, man. Just stay mm-hmm. off to the side, sign the checks, 
If somebody needs to be fired, you fire them. Try to hire the right person, and that's it. So to Hold me, back. it was some. I didn't like. I didn't like that Chris and Tim basically aren't going anywhere. And I hope that the GM does have the power to bring in his own people or bring in people that he confides in, and that he's able to truly make the decisions because the candidate pool is amazing. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I've never seen a, a, a list get into like it. this. You know, and I had a Giants fan that that you know um, mm-hmm. that I talked to, uh, you know, offline. He said, "Talk to me about this list because he's a fan, but he don't really get in the weeds." I said, "Listen, man, I can honestly say, you know, they could go in any in multiple directions, and I'm gonna be happy because these are qualified men. Um, you know, and, and I'm happy about that. I just hope they have the the authority to really don't give me lip service because John loves to give lip service." You know, do they really have the authority to run that shop the way they want to? And if they do, then I can overlook Chris and, and Tim still being there. But, you know, it didn't sit well with me today. Man, that's crazy, crazy, man. Appreciate you, Ivan, man. Appreciate you as always. No doubt. All right, we got a brother here, Dan C. Talk to me, baby, man. California love. You heard the presser, brother? Nah, I didn't. I was working, but go ahead. I just wanted to say, like, no, no, I'll catch it. I'll catch it when I get home. But I just wanted to say, like, I'm glad you guys are back, man. It was lonely. (laughs) It was lonely out here. I thought we were all just going to ditch the team. I thought we were going to ditch the team. I feel... I feel like now it was like those old school movies where, you know, the angel takes you out of the dream and it's like, what would you do different? <laughs> and I got thrown back into my body and everyone's gone. And, that, and, and dreams are going to come true, hopefully, you know, giving me, giving us all hope. It's just a joyous occasion. I'm going to keep it at that and let you guys go. But I, re- I really was contemplating like crazy things, man. Can't even talk about it, but crazy things. Yeah, no, I feel you, man. You know what I mean? I was, I'm like, I was like LRP almost, you know, looking at Arizona, looking at all these other teams. Like, I don't know which one is gonna be my my new <laughs> my new alma mater here at this point. Cause uh, I was just thinking think, about I, just I, representing the Shield. Period. Just like I'm just gonna buy an NFL hat. Just <laughs> or become a rat. or the NFL PA <laughs> hat or something. Something. Crazy, man. NFL you know, football. If they'd have kept Joe Judge, it would have been out of the NFL football team. Yeah. You know what I mean? All right, so let's let's get into these kids, man. Yo, Shakes, I know you you know, you said you, you wanted to talk about this. Uh, any anyone's in particular you want to jump out and talk about uh, or point out off of this list? Let's see if I can bring it up. Oh, you want to present the list to the people? Or, uh, well, only right one? now, I only got the one that they, they interviewed right now. <clears throat> I'll try to pull up the other one. If anybody else could do that for me, I appreciate it, but I'll try to pull that up. But right now, I have, uh, um, please forgive me, some of these names I may butcher up a little bit here. Uh, the Bills assistant, this is my guy here. I think I always mispronounced his name anyway. Joe Sheen, I believe his name is. They interviewed the first one. Yeah, oh, me, yeah they, just, believe, yeah, they yeah. just finished that interview. Yeah. Yep. I believe he's kind of like one of the guys that won it. I think in my mind. But, um, Another one um, is the Cardinals vice president uh, of pro personnel and uh, former player, Adrian Wilson. That's going to be on Wednesday. 
Love um, him as a player. I don't know how he is as yeah, an Arizona. I like I like the, I like the, go back. I like the person, <laughs> Not so bad. Yeah. I don't know about all that though. Yeah, but um and then um after that, the Cardinals vice president um of player personnel, Quentin Harris, uh will also be there on Thursday, Thursday morning. Then after that, um they have uh the Chiefs executive director of player personnel, Ryan Poles. Uh, he'll be there Thursday afternoon as well. Um, but I'll try to get the whole list. But prior to that, you guys tell me what you think about that. I'll start with you, Shakes. Uh, um, I'm impressed with the uh, the first candidate, the Bills guy. I mean, like I haven't said, really, I'm impressed with all these guys. Um, I really don't know what they do on a day-to-day basis, but, you know, looking at the teams and the talent, and I'm like, oh, all right, well, they had some part of that, then, yeah, yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, any decision in doing that, yeah. Like Adrian Wilson, like I said, uh, I loved him as a player, man. Tough, gritty guy, man. Leader, leader. Just straight leader, locker room leader, you already know. So I'm pretty sure that he knows what he's doing in that front office. That's just my assumption. Um, But the candidates that I know about, and I know they they did. I've seen something about it. I've seen a report on Pioli. But I haven't seen anything, like, set up as a meeting or anything yet, so I'm waiting to see something like that. But that's my guy. I want Pioli. That's my dude. I wouldn't mind Reddick. Um, There's two guys in Tennessee that that people really are going crazy for. Uh, uh, Mon- Monty Asenfort uh-huh. uh, is a player director. um Director of part me of, of player personnel in Tennessee. Trying to find the other one. Alright, the only ones I found like six of them. I don't know why I can't find all the rest of them. It's like nine. Isn't it like nine of them? Believe so. Believe so. So I got Sheen, I got Lewis Riddick, Ryan Poles, Ossifer. David Zeigler, he's um he's one of the New England guys. Yeah. He was um a scout a part of the scouting department for New England. Nah, I don't <clears> like <throat> this. I, I'm gonna say it's Kevin Abrams. Hello, Mister. I, I found yeah, the other Tennessee guy. The other Tennessee guy is Ryan Cowden. Cowden. Ryan. Do you have the list? I have some somewhat. Somewhat, it's okay. kind of old, but um, I have. It, it's pretty much showing everybody though. Even candidates mm-hmm. that I didn't even see that got fucking uh, meetings yet. <laughs> so yeah. But yeah, yeah um, and have... also Joe Ortiz from Baltimore, man, is another favorite of mine that I'm really mm-hmm. looking at because he was uh, in charge of that drafting over there and. We all know I love the drafting that Baltimore does. So. Yeah, they always got good personnel. 
Those are my guys. All right. All right, then. So if you chose one from the Bronx, talk to us, baby. Um, give us some of your saves off of what we presented today, because I don't really have a, you know, somebody, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to pull out the real list, so. Hey, he's going to do his homework yesterday, too, so I'm pretty sure he's he's well prepared. I hope he is. But go ahead, E. Um, I'm going to bring up Sean first. That's how you going to name Sean? Yeah, Sean. Yeah, Sean. And the, reason I'm, and, the, and the reason I'm going to bring up Sean first is because I always try to see the connectivity between what we're going to do and who they know already on the staff. And lo and behold, again, a guy who worked with the Patriots under the Bill Belichick, worked with Joe Judge as well, Coach and Tree. See what I mean? Regardless to how much we say we're going to hire external candidates, we always find ourselves hiring somebody who's internally familiar. It's just the way it goes. You know, did I, did I expect complete, unnepotistic hires? No, but here we go again. So I did a little bit of homework, you know what I'm saying, on the show, dude. And um, I don't want him. And I'm going there with it right now. I'm not even going to get into specifics or details because we got a whole show for me to do that. But I don't want him. I don't want nobody coming from New England. I don't want nobody that used to work with Joe Judge. I don't want nobody who has a past, again, for what it is that we're trying to do and, and um, the nepotistic thought processes. I want somebody who's never going to have a favorable thought process that has no problem with getting rid of people, regardless of how great their handshake and their smile may be in the building, but your ability to win football games, your ability to coach down on the field, or your ability to scout and GM is not up to par. I don't want happy guys. I want winners. And that's what the problem is. We keep going after these, oh, he's a nice guy. You even heard Mara talk about that with Judge. You know, the kind of guy he is, he's a great guy. I get character plays a role in things we do. But there are good characters that like to win. For some reason, we just keep on jumping around with these characters that don't want to win. And I'm not saying Sean is a bad guy, and he may not win. But once I saw he was linked to the Patriots, I was good. And don't get me wrong, I'm a Patriot guy. I like the Patriots. You feel me? I was one of my organizations that I respect winning-wise. But that's their organization. And we have to stop getting caught up in people that come from winning organizations thinking that it's going to be our organization that has that same caliber or level of winning. We saw that already with Joe Judge. He brought 24 coaches in here, gentlemen. And all 24 of their asses are going to be gone. So he had a coach for a coach, and it still didn't work out. One of the thickest coaching staffs in the NFL. No progress. I don't want any of those guys. I want guys that you mentioned, the guy Ortiz, I'm with that. No ties, no talks, no nothing. Just a fresh body, and if the streets need a body rock, pun intended, he going to give him one because he don't have no favoritism or loyalty or friendships in here. And those are the, those are the type of guys that I want. So I, I'm doing the shown breakdown right now. You know what I'm saying? And I'll break down one, I'll break down one of each of these guys during the show, but I'll do, I will say this about Adrian Wilson. Please don't take this no type of way 
if you are not African-American. But all we did was our nigger homework for the Rooney Rule. And I'm just being honest. I'm not going to sugarcoat nothing. I'm not cutting no corners. It's 2022. This is the shakedown, and we keep it real. Either follow us or get to the side. Adrian Wilson was a candidate that needed to be interviewed because of the fact that the Rooney Rule is in effect, and he's a good guy, and he looks great on optics. But let's keep it real. He will not be a hire here. Thank you for coming in. The food is in the calf. Your first uh, class plane ticket was great, and you probably stayed in that Hilton that me and my brother Shakes runs into all the players in. Then I will do another candidate the next time you come around to that was a nice little spot, too. He'll be all right, man. That was a nice little trip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, he, he all right. I'm in his family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's that for that. I'll be back with another guy. Boy. All right. LRP, talk to me, LRP. How you feeling about some of these candidates? I'm going to try to pull up this list, man. I think I got nine right here. Pause. But uh, LRP, talk to me, man. What you thinking about these candidates, sir? All right, LRP's on the mutey. Dan C, Dan C, talk to me, sir. What's happening with you? Talk to me. What's going on with these candidates here? Yeah, man. I, I like this one guy. I have no idea, and the other guy, no clue. I don't know. I'm not <laughs> this guy. I don't do this research. I, I mean, we just fired the coach, and the guy I retired two days ago. I have no idea. I have no idea. Gotcha. I couldn't even run my own fantasy team. I couldn't even run my own fantasy team, all right? A busy man. It's a busy man right there. All right, Ivan, talk to me, baby. Lieutenant, give us some pointers on some of these guys, man. Um, for me, well, one, you know, I hear, I hear what a, uh, um, you know, what E E saying, you know, and, and it's understandable, right? Because you know, we, you know, you deal with this over and over. But you know, he ain't the only brother interviewing, so. If that was if he if he was the Rooney Rule, then 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 what about you know um uh what's the guy's name man he played for us um Car- Carthon or whatever his name is played for the Giants he he's on the interview list too. Maurice the the, the, oh, run, the running yeah. back Ron, Maurice Ron, Carthon Ron yeah Carthon. yeah 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 so he's interviewing too. <laughs> Um, oh, I didn't see. I didn't even thank you for letting me know that about yeah. him. I didn't even know he was interviewing, brother. But yeah, 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 yeah. For Wilson. Yeah, and 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 uh, but you know, a lot of people speak highly of Wilson too. You know, so I'm hoping that was a legitimate um, interview, and it wasn't, you know, a, a, a case of oh, we got to interview, um, you know, somebody to interview him. But you know, I do like I do like Hall, which you know I'm saying his name wrong, but um, from uh, you know the um. The Ravens, because you know who he learned under, and he's been there for like twenty years. I mean, it's the only organization he's ever worked for. So all he's ever known was a functional organization that knows how to win. Because since the Ravens got to Baltimore and they re, you know, renamed themselves from being the Cleveland Browns when they stole Cleveland's team in the middle of the night, you know, and they and they had the trucks move everything out in the middle of the night because that's how they, how, that's how the Ravens, um, you know, or the Browns left Cleveland. Um, you know, they've been one of the top organizations in football. You know, I don't think they put together three bad seasons, you know, uh, maybe not even two. So, you know, um, the fact that he's been there like 20 years, to me, you know, was a, uh, you know, is a, is a good thing. You know, I, I like it. And he, you know, seems to be well-respected. And then um, Adam Peters, um, 
you know, I'm hearing a lot of good things about him. The more I keep looking, I like it, um, you know, so – but yeah, man, and you know, I'm hearing that you know potentially if if we get the if we get the Ravens guy, you know we're, we're gonna um, pair him up with um, Wink, you know Martindale, who we should have hired, you know, instead of Judge. So you know that that seems interesting um, if we go that route. But yeah, I said overall, man, like the candidate list. It, it's so I mean, much if we do something like that, do you think Malik Willis will be in favor? Hey, Black Free. I don't see. Yeah. Check your Twitter. I, I sent you the uh, the article that I had. It's kind of a little bit old, but it has every goddamn candidate. Okay. I mean, they only got nine uh, candidates that the Giants have mentioned. Uh, I, I know Lewis Riddick is not. Yeah, on no, right. I think I actually Gabriel got it now because the athletic got it. It has um, Ron Carthon, um, the Forty Niners yep. uh, player personnel director, uh, Ryan Cowden. Uh, that was Chase Hussain, uh, the other Titan, uh, playing personnel guy. Quentin Harris, Cardinals uh, vice president of player personnel. And the guy you were just talking about, Joe Hortez, um, director of player personnel with the Ravens. Uh, Monty Ossifer, uh that's the other Titans uh, guy. Then uh, the guy you were just talking about, Adam Peters, the 49ers assistant GM. Um, then Ryan Poles. Um, the chief executive player Kansas personnel City. guy. Yep, Kansas City. Yep. And Joe Sh- uh, Shion, who, um, the Bills guy who um, Edie Chosen was just talking about. And um, Adrian Wilson. Those are the nine. Yeah, and, and with Shion, you know, they say he had a big part in developing, you know, that roster. And Buffalo got a lot of talent. Yeah, that's why I like um, him. And then Quentin Harris. Yeah, Quentin Harris seems to be very highly regarded. Like, I'm hearing a lot of people that I respect. Um, you know, when they speak of him, they say this guy is very, very, you know what I'm saying, like intelligent. He knows what he's doing, um, you know. So, it, it, you know, the the biggest thing is going to be competition because we're not the only people who are going to want to interview these guys and hire them. So I, I understand what he said, you know, um, you want to take your time, but don't take your time for the sake of taking time, you know, for the optics, right? If you interview the guy, like, you know, it's, it should be a thing, man. When you get the guy in the room, you know, and you truly know, right, it, it, it was a farce. And we all knew it when they hired Gettleman. That was a farce. That wasn't a real search. You know, they didn't interview nobody. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he damn said it, too. Yeah, and when we, uh, when we hired McAdoo, that wasn't a coaching search. We knew it at the time. Mm-hmm. Right, so don't put on a show to put on a show, right? If you if if you get if you get the guy in there and you say, hey, this the guy right here, um, you know, I mean, granted, yes, you know, they've already I think interviewed too. So, you know, if 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 this third interview or the fourth interview and you like, hey, this the guy, then pull the trigger, you know, unless there's one that you really want to talk to and you can't talk to him because they're still playing and you didn't get the interview on time and you, you say, hey, we want to wait then that's understandable, but don't don't wait too long because other people going to come calling too. It's, it's other teams that have GM openings. Yeah, who are those other teams, you know? Not off the top of my head, but I know we're not the only mm-hmm. one. Yeah, I know. Gotta be yeah, I, I, know I know the Bears. The Bears are one, and, and the Bears, actually, the Bears requested to speak to, um, what's old buddy's name that we've been wanting forever? Um, Khan. Am I saying his name right, Omar? 
from the from the uh, mm-hmm. from the Ravens. Is it from the Ravens? I think he's from the Ravens. I'm not sure you're talking about. Y'all you know who you're talking about, y'all? Huh? What happened? I'll tell you right now. Hold on. Yeah, and, and plus I was bringing up a point on. that um, other teams are looking for a GM too, so, you know, we're going to have to get up on this ball. You know what I mean? And that's why I think they asked that question as far as getting the jump. But it was kind of like a Heidi flighty one because it is like, yo, I don't want to just fire my man outright. But them dudes I want to talk to, they're not available in any way. So, you know so the, so I'm kinda, sorry, the, the, the name uh, is from the Steelers. The Steelers, Steelers Vice President Omar Khan, you know, they, they requested mm. to uh, speak to him, um, you know, and that guy's highly regarded, you know, and, and, and people been trying to get him from the Steelers for a while. It'd be interesting if the Bears pull it off. Um Mm, yeah, he okay. started he started in 97 with the Saints and he been with the Steelers for 21 years. The Steelers another franchise. You know, yeah. the Steelers drafted yeah, they, well 21 years. I mean, real, that's a, a winning mm. real quick, I just want to make sure that I correct my statement. Mm-hmm. I was talking about Monty Asafort. I was looking at my oh, notes okay. just now. Shown shown wasn't with the uh um, yeah, I know I was Patriots, about to say so I apologize on that. Yeah, I'm looking no, I'm looking at my notes right now because I wrote down so many notes, man. Um that's Ossenfort, who was fifteen years with the Patriots. Um, no. We good. Shown them okay with. Yeah, but now. you know, and like Straight. you know, when you think about it, right, you got a guy with the Steelers twenty one years. You got a guy with, with, with the uh Ravens twenty years. These are teams that in those 20 years, have drafted well. They've been good programs. Like, I love that, right? I love the fact that we're not trying to get the guy who's been with, you know, they've been with the Lions yep. for, uh, uh, you know, seven years. No, I don't want that guy. You know, success, hell, the only thing man. that guy need... can t- talk to me about is, is losing. Mm-hmm. We need success. <laughs> we was gambling on yeah, and Dorsey, Belichick like, you know, A lot of fans was mentioning Dorsey. Yeah. This guy been with three teams in five years. I don't want Dorsey. I don't want yeah, that I guy. I don't him, want I nobody like, that's been getting fired and be getting recycled. Yeah, I feel you, though. I feel you. He'll, he'll make the splash, though. For, he'll make the splash for shakes. But and, 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 and I've said this on the spaces, oh. and I'll say it one more time. Dorsey. You know, I really, really, really like Will uh, McClay from Dallas. I don't think we'll be able to get him. But, man, if you look, and I looked, said Dallas, draft over draft and I go back year after year since he's been you know since he's been there and, and man Dallas has drafted well it's, it's no mistake why you know why why they uh you know uh, won double digit games this year they they probably would have done it last year if Dax don't get hurt um you know and and they've had success recently they haven't won it all but they've had success man and they draft so damn well man um yeah that's it that's all I got Who's Dorsey? What are you talking about? Dorsey, man, the one that was with Kansas City, and then he was with the uh, the Lions, and he was with the with the uh, Browns. He been like mm-hmm. three teams in, in, in like five Remember years. He did the deal I, don't, for old I don't want him. I don't want him. Because if you that good, you wouldn't have been on three teams in, in five years. You just wouldn't. Have. I'm good. So all right then. Um, so no, no real favors. We just really just looking and doing the homework here. 
I want to bring yeah, up my man Pioli, man. He he was he been the uh, assistant for Atlanta the last couple years. But he was um he was there with Kansas City, and he was there in New England. That's my guy, That's Pioli. Scott, right? Scott. Yep, Scott Pioli. That's my dude. Yeah, you've been saying his name for the longest. For the you longest. I want to bring up somebody who worked with Pioli, and his name is Paul. I want to bring him oh, up. Ryan Paul. He's on the list. Yeah. Kansas City Chiefs, executive director, player personnel. You know what I mean? He's been like Ivan. Like, like Ivan said, you like guys who've been with an organization for a while. He's been with the Kansas City Chiefs for 12 years. Worked his way up the chain, fellas. Started out as a scouting assistant in 2009 and worked his way up to serve as the GM's right-hand man. He was Pete Sweeney. Um, he was his right, I mean, Brett Vetches, Brett Vichy's right-hand man. So, see, guys like that, I really, really pay attention to. Because if you can work your way up from being a scouting assistant to the right-hand man of the GM in 12 years, that means that you've been through ups, downs, highs, lows, and you've seen every level of managing Yo, since you've been say, It says that he oversees all aspects of the team scouting uh, college Ooh. players. Damn. Come on now. Uh, y'all, come on. This is the type of man that we need in the building. We ain't never have this type of man in our building. Pause. Never. We talking, he's marking, st- he's he's marking the strategies for free agency in the last two years. Or so. Yeah, come on. Yo, come on, fellas. Come on. Chris. Shout out to you, bro. Me and you spoke about it a little earlier, so I'm just letting it be known. Shout out to Chris. We were the only two in the chat to speak about this man's name, so I'm just giving you your flowers. Also, letting people know. That's you what Chris talking about. Some of my children, too. Like, Chris, yeah. Kid, so, yeah. What y'all think about that, though, man? Because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, well, I like this dude too, right? Has I like, really, like really been involved, man. You know what I mean? He's been involved, bro. Your boy, uh,. The boy, 36, he's young too, man. Right. Now, he interviewed twice for the Panthers GM job also. You know what I'm saying? He might be getting another shot at that again. You know what I'm saying? That's probably what it is. He's he's young. Good, it's probably, it's probably slightly because he's a young buck. Right. Right. But, but see, Ivan, as we were discussing, he said he's another good candidate. Candidate, excuse me. As you were discussing guys with tenure. Guys who've been there. Now, tenure means a lot when you've been in an organization like that, especially the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, see, that's a whole different type of organization. You feel me? With no ties to us whatsoever. So when you look at their but neither neither are the Steelers and the Ravens. I mean, those guys have been, you know, you look at their Mm 20-year window, they've been even more successful than the Chiefs. I mean, but, you know. But we got to have Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying saying it's an argue pose because he's a slip. When I tell you, and y'all know I've been down on the Giants and down on everything they've done for, like, the last four or five years. When I tell you, when I looked at the list, I've never been more impressed looking at a team's candidate list than the list that the Giants got together with the nine names that they added. So my thing I'm happy is, you let's said get that. one. I'm happy you said that. Yeah, let's get one because I'm not going to knock any one of them that they hire, whether it's Poles, 
whether whether it's Peters, whether it's my man from the Ravens, whether it's um, I'm not going to knock any of them because I'm going to honestly give these guys an opportunity. That's the only thing I ask is that the Mara family allows them to spread their wings and do what they want to do, you know, and, 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 and truly have input on who that coach is, you know. And if we're able to do that for the first time in I don't know how many years, I get to go into a season feeling optimistic again. Um, I remember years and years ago, maybe seven, eight years ago, Chase used to say, oh, you know, Dan and Ivan, the, 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 the you know, the Delaware boys, you know, the, the, the optimistic, you know, dudes or whatever. The Giants took that from me um, with all their, you know, and it was like I kept, I felt like I was just fighting the entire machine and fighting the fan base. We hired Gettleman, and people wanted to get excited, and I'm like, it's a bullshit hire. And, and you know, it got to the point where people like, man, you just want to be negative. We hired Judge, and people, fans, I want to run through a wall for this guy, and I'm like, he's a fraud, you know. And people were like, oh, come on, man, you know, and, and we, we draft Jones, and I said, man, this dude is garbage. And, you know, it just got to the point where it was like I was just fighting the machine because I, did, I was against all these moves. And to sit here and say, I'll be fine with any of those GM hires, like I haven't been able to say that with the Giants in a long time. So, uh, you know, in, in that regard, I feel good. And I, I think that any one of those GMs is going to have a, 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 you know – they're gonna they're, they're gonna look for a football guy. And, you know, I, I'm gonna say this right. And the reason Judge, when he came in, I'm gonna punch him in the nose for this many minutes and and sitting there wetting the footballs and dive on the footballs and and take the tennis balls. Anybody that come in with those theatrics and those acts, man, that's not football guys, man. Football sales ain't done that shit. Belichick ain't done that shit. Andy Reid don't do that shit. Uh, uh um uh, Mike Tomlin. 15, 16 years in the league, never a losing season. He don't do that dumb shit. Man, be a football coach, man. Stop with the with the bullshit and the antics and the trying to hype up the fans with the with the rah rah bullshit, man. Just go out there and coach. Look at the Jets. They had a losing season, but tell me what did you hear negative about their head coach? When that dude was with San Francisco coaching up that defense, and I would see him on the sidelines, I'm like, that's a football dude right there. And he went to the Jets. Well-respected. The New York media hasn't killed him. He's respected. He kept his head up. When, when, when they lost after loss, he went up there. No, no filler, no bullshit. He answered the questions. You didn't hear a peep about that guy all year. And the Jets have been one of the most dysfunctional franchises in the history mm-hmm. of the league. And I'm telling you right now, he's going to turn that program around with the Jets. He's going to turn it around. That dude is a football guy, and that's I just want to be able to say the same thing about my team. <clears throat> you know, I want to be able to say, hey, we got a football guy as the head coach, and we got football men in the front office that know what they're doing. And exactly. then I'm happy. Wow. I'm, yeah, not scout, but I'm not today. a GM, but I want the right people in the position so that I can sit there and I can get back to thumping my chest and talking shit to people, say, hey, y'all got to come see us next week. We're going to be on the schedule. I want team, I want other fans to look at the Giants and say, God damn, we got to play the Giants this week. Shit. You know, but now when they see it, they say, oh, yeah, circle that as a W. I mean, you got the bad team circling us as a W. That's all, man. Ivan, let me ask you one more thing, yo. Last one for me. But um, Jim Harbaugh. You want him or not? You ask me what I think about him? 
Yeah. I love Jim Harbaugh. I wanted, I wanted him when, when he first left San Francisco when he went to Michigan. Oh, that's why I'm asking you. Do you still want him or not? Oh, I, absolutely. You know why? And for the fans that knock him, one thing Jim Harbaugh has proven he can do, he can go somewhere and he can set up a winning program and a winning culture. He's done it. Is he a little wacky in some of his actions? Or, you know, his mannerisms and everything? Yeah, but he knows how to run a football program. He's a football guy. And the bonus, if you bring in somebody like him, who's such an established name, is the fact that twofold. I got, I got some for you, right? He can bring in a Brian Flores as his defensive coordinator because he's that got that much cachet, right? There's no fear of I'm bringing in somebody who's just a head coach for three years, might come for my job. No. He can bring in legitimate. So how many times we see other football teams that are having success and we see they had three, four former head coaches on the roster, you know what I'm saying? Running the offense, running the mm-hmm. defense, you know, whether it's a Leslie Frazier, whether it's a Flores, and you put those guys back in coordinator roles. Because one thing that gets, you know, um, I think fans sometimes do, and I've been guilty at times, is we, you know, coach fails and we say, that dude, get that bum out of here. But you ignore the fact that the reason he got the job was because he was an amazing offensive coordinator. He was an amazing defensive coordinator. He didn't forget that. He just couldn't run the whole show. Mm-hmm. You know, so if you bring in a Jim Harbaugh, best believe he's going to bring in some – he's going to bring in guys in this in this franchise – and you know that that that's going to get this thing going in the in the right direction. And another thing about him, he's been in the college world for a couple of years, so he knows these kids, right? And mm-hmm. he now when he has input, yeah. he has legitimate input. I scouted these dudes. I went to high schools. I had my team out there. I looked at the tapes of high school. I recruited these guys. I see them in college, right? And so you know, to me, that's another bonus when you talk about him and. He knows how to develop quarterbacks. It's a proven fact. So if you ask me if I, if I like him, the only thing I'll say is I don't want him to play us. And, you know, get us romancing him, get us in the media, and the Giants is courting him, and all he did was use us to get more money from Michigan. That's my only fear with him. You know, um, don't use us. Don't use us like a $2 hoe. You know what I'm saying, Jim? Um, but if he legitimately wants to come, not think it'll be a home run, Shakes. I, I love the guy. I, I, I mean, there's nothing else for me to say. I love the guy. I always have. I love him and his brother. Hell, you know, I take either one of them to run the Giants. Yeah, I know. I remember. So that's why I asked you and um, see if he was still on that. Would you bring in Harbaugh? Because um, he's one of my favorites um, as a head coach. Um, one of my favorites for GM is Pioli. Again, my wild card is Ortiz from the from the Ravens. <clears throat> I like that guy. Right. And um, and then for head coach, man, I, I want Harbor or, or shit, man. Let me ask you another one. What about Pete Carroll? You know, it's funny you mention him because I was telling a, a friend of mine today, I said, hey, I think Pico might get fired. He said, no, man, you crazy. I said, we haven't heard nothing out of Seattle. You know, and it's it's, it's almost like I, I compare it to what happened to Andy Reid in Philly. I remember when Philly was firing him, and I remember Eagle fans, they wanted him out, and I would tell them, hey, y'all crazy. Andy Reid, the second best coach in football to me, um, behind, you know, Belichick, Mike Tomlin, a close third. I love Mike Tomlin. He deserves flowers. 
Um, I don't think he get the credit he deserved. But um, you know, and but it was time for Andy to leave Philly. You know, things just got to the point they got stagnant. It was time for him to leave. But it wasn't because he didn't know how to coach. And Casey won the lotto, right? They got Andy Reid. They ain't looked back since. I think they won uh, double-digit games every year since he's been there. I'm pretty sure they have. And um, with Pete Carroll, I don't know if the Giants would go that direction. But I think that if Pete, when he finally leaves Seattle, especially if they trade uh, Russ, um, I think he's going to go somewhere else, and, and, and he's going to run another successful program. But am I opposed to him? No. But you want to talk about shock. I would be – the only thing that would shock me more is, is, is you know, um, hey, Bill Belichick is part of ways with the Patriots and he's coming back home to the Giants. That would be the only thing that would shock me more than, than, than Pete coming to the Giants. But I wouldn't be mad if he did, especially if he brought Russ with him. Yeah, yeah. And that's mm-hmm. – tell you, know, Definitely he's coming he's with him after that. And I'm thinking in my head, man, like – because like Black Freezy said earlier, even though he was wrong on the guy, because I wouldn't even touch no damn Dorsey with a 10-foot, 10-foot pole, but I do want to splash. Y'all know I want to splash. You know what I'm saying? And I not only do I want to splash, but I want that guy that I feel confident and sure that, you know what, I know this motherfucker going to get the job done. And I, I look I at Harbaugh. And I don't question it. Mm-hmm. I look at Carol, and I don't question it. All right. I, I look at Yoli. Um, I don't question him. Just, I, you know, what I mean, I'm looking at what happened with the Ravens, and then you just brought up the dude from Steelers. To me, I'm going <clears> to do my homework on him. But yeah, those type of guys. You you give me I some confidence. A, I got another and guy. Me. Good. Go ahead. I got oh, another guy from the shakes, and you guys are ready. Oh. Oh, yeah. Ryan Couch. <clears throat> All right. He's in his 22nd. From, the, from Tennessee, right? From the Tennessee, Ryan right. County. Mm-hmm. Ready? He's the 22nd mm-hmm. season in the NFL. Six with the Titans. In 2018, he was promoted to vice president of player personnel. He joined the franchise as the director of player personnel. He oversees all the scouting departments, both college and pro, including advanced scouting, free agent preparation, and evaluations of the players in the NFL and all other professional leagues. In addition, he also assists with college scouting and preparation for the NFL draft. So he joined the Titans in 2016 after 16 years with the Carolina Panthers. He last held the title of assistant director of college scouting, a position he held for two years. Prior to that role, he served as the team's national scout senior college scout for two years from 212 to 214 and was a national scout from 2008 to 12. He also joined the Panthers as a scouting assistant in 2000. He became an area scout in 2001 as responsible for the Southeast area 2001 and 2007. During his Carolina franchise tenure, he won two NFC titles, five division crowns, and advanced to the playoffs six times. What y'all think about that, Ryan Kelly? Yeah, I, I brought his name up earlier, both of the Tennessee guys. Um, mm-hmm. He was another Tennessee guy um, that mm-hmm. he was looking for. But, yeah, uh, both of those Tennessee guys is um, highly coveted in the NFL, and they are hot names, hot commodity names. So 
the fact that they on that list, man, like Ivan said, man, it's, man. I think that's where I'm going, bro. I'm going, I'm going polls and county. See, I'm a, and, and I got to tell you guys this, so we, we all can understand why. I am very, very much in love with a scout-minded general manager, a guy who gets involved with scouting from college all the way to the NFL. That means that he's deeply dug and rooted in to seeing who talent is, He's going to not stand in his own way, and he's going to look at everything. He's going to look at the entire picture, and he's going to evaluate it the way it needs to be evaluated. And this guy yeah. has had a long tenure in the NFL. So that's my type hey, of thing e, right there. E, if, I, if I could chime in a little bit, you know, there's something about having the respect of all the men in the room, and when you cut your teeth, you know, as a scout, and you earned it. Now, like, you know, Timmy, the nephew, um, right. when you earned it and you came up the ranks and you was in those shitty hotels, you was in Tuscaloosa or whatever, you know what I'm saying, scouting somebody. You know, when, when you've done that, those men understand that you've done that. And, you know, so you – when you command that room, they know, hey, this guy this guy has a resume. We know – because one thing I, I, I could tell you is that – and this happens in any profession. I don't have to be in the NFL to know it. When you talk about a profession like that, right, you know, best believe that those scouts, they know your resume. They know your wins. They talk. You know scouts talk. They cross each other, right, all over the country. They talk. Hey, what you think about Gettleman? Man, that dude's a fucking idiot. You know? I mean, you know, so. That's how they, that's how they do. That's how they do. Yeah, so. That's how they, they do, know, bro. Right? When you start breaking down a player and you breaking down a player to a scout, and somebody who wouldn't cut their teeth in that profession, they know if you know what the hell you're talking about if you don't know what you're talking about. So absolutely, man. You know, I love the, the idea of, you know, hiring somebody who is a scout at right. heart but knows yeah. how to run an yeah. organization because you got to be able to do both, right? Because some people, they can never make that transition, right? It's almost like a, a, a great defensive coordinator, a great offensive coordinator that can never make that transition to be a head coach, right? But as long as you got somebody who can make that transition to, you know, run the whole show and know that they got a team and they got to also trust their team, but, you know, it, when it's a, when it's somebody who's a scout at heart, they're going to have the respect of the room. So I, I love that, though. Yeah, I love that. Thank you, brother. You guys know my respect since it was just a pause and um, nobody's speaking. You know who got? You know who I respect, and I had to read up on him while I was doing all this GM homework because I wanted to go into the top scouts. Like, who's the type of who's the dual? I like to say hybrid. We'll say hybrid GMs, right? That's a good way to say it. Meaning that he's just not a general manager, but his area and expertise and talent scouting also brings him in on a level of respect, as Brother Ivan just spoke about, that when he cuts his teeth in the room, people understand, hold on now, you heard that? Let's chill. I did some of my homework on Chris Ballard, the guy from the Colts who was voted the NFL's best GM and talent evaluator, right? And I said to myself, how does a guy like this get the respect that he deserves? You look at the Colts organization. We thought once Peyton Manning was gone, it was a wrap. We thought once uh, Dags 
What's his name? The quarterback is right here. Come on, come Luck, on, Luck, come Luck, on. Luck, Luck. Luck. Look at Luck. Just he brought Andrew Luck just right in there, right? Right after that, of course, you had mediocre Toka with what was going on. Uh, Percent, no disrespect. Yo, it's your boy. He's good, though. <laughs> you know, he's he not, no, he not a bum. He's not a bum. We're not going to just go out there like that. He's hey, not hey, a bum. Hey, hold on. Before, before you go in on Brissette, I'll take him as my backup quarterback next year on the Giants. Let me tell you something. We're going to get into that in 130 seconds, Ivan. I promise. We're going to talk about him oh, and my son Huntley from the Ravens. We're going to get into that. But let me just move on with this okay. Chris Ballard thing, right? So I'm saying to myself, yo, how does a guy get that respect? How does he earn that respect of, oh, he's a great GM and a great evaluator. And then I look, every year, regardless of Peyton Manning not being there, the Colts have been relevant. And let me tell you what surprised me the most. The moment he picked up Carson Wentz, I thought he was the laughing stock of the NFL. Oh, he's a bum, bum, juice, Wentz, this, that, and the third. The Colts was a ten times better team than the Giants this season. I had to really pay attention to what's going on. Now, we could talk about all those other guys, like the wide receivers, Doyle, the tight end, of course the running backs, but the he knows how to keep an offensive line. He keeps a relevant defense with Darius Leonard and Buck, DeForest Buckner and those guys. They're always competing in games, and you never see the Colts get their asses twisted to the point where you're like, damn. You know what I'm saying? Like the Colts just ain't got it. And that's what allows me to respect that guy. So if you guys never really looked at anybody or thought about the hybrid GMs that we're discussing on this phone, Chris Ballard is one of the greatest people at this moment to just pay attention to and his look at his body of work. If we can get something like that in any one of these other guys, we are going to be okay, fellas. Mm. No, Chris Ballard is a, you know, he's a hell of a, uh, you know, an executive, um, you know, uh, I think last time, you know, uh, before he, I think I don't know when I went. I, you know, I, I know I looked at him before, um, but you know, Chris Ball is a hell of a, you know, he's a hell of an executive, man. So that's my go-to guy when I think of hybrid GMs, man. You know what I'm saying? The respect he commands, as we talked about, the way that he evaluates talent, and he's never mm. like off target in the draft. His guys pan out. And one thing that we didn't talk about yet, and I'll get into that later on, most definitely in the uh, third hour, is that a part of being a GM is also understanding how certain contractual situations may go. So evaluating talent is so important because you keep that in rotation on the roster. So when things like cutting players and cap space come up, you already have enough talent to maximize the players that you're going to cut and have minimum losses. That's a huge situation. Mm. Look what Gettleman has put us in. We have maximum problems due to maximum losses. And our drafts are going to have to hit maximum unless we're and, and, or we're going to be here for another two years. We got to hit on these draft picks because we fucked mm. it up. The money's... Yeah, so, so I'll get into that what later. happens, though... You know, when you change regimes, what happens, though, is that, unfortunately, we're going to have to make some of these cuts, man. Some of these dudes that, yeah. you know, they're going to eat some of this cat. Some of these dudes are going to get cut. And, unfortunately, you're looking like Shep, that type of deal, or something like that. Hate to put that on the young fella, but, you know, mm-hmm. you guys are going to come through and look at that yeah. profile. I'm not sure if they're going to give them a chance to compete because we're going to clean the slate. Or even, you know, just to get 
the books right just to pay the, the draft put you know the draft picks whoever we're going to draft you know what I mean you got two at the top right. of the slot like you said earlier so um, hey can I right. throw yeah, something out there too yeah, please brother please yeah I, and, and you know I I don't want to go too far away from the GM you know um but but I gotta say this I said it yesterday I'm gonna say it again you know I, while while me and Shakes discuss you know the the big dogs. Uh, Jim and, 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 and Pete, and you know if that if those scenarios unfold, that I wouldn't be opposed to it. Um, I love the enemy, you know, um, Kansas City. I think he's a phenomenal offensive mind. Um, I think you know he, yeah, I think he should have been got a job. I think the league is, is 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 you know really been wrong for not giving that man an opportunity. And if we did, I'll be happy. But I gotta say this name, and I gotta keep saying it, and maybe I speak it into existence. I really believe that Leftwich is going to be an incredible head coach in this league. Um, this dude is a natural leader. He's been a natural leader since he was at Marshall, um, you know, when he was playing. And while he may have yeah, not been a great quarterback. carrying that boy. That's you know, yeah. Yeah, playing with the – man, the dude has been a natural leader. And, you know um, – I, I think, and I don't want I don't want to just say this because you know he's a brother, you know what I'm saying, or you know, but I really think that this guy has the potential to be the next Mike Tomlin in this league. Um, That's what's up. You need and, some of that. And, and 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 if you bring him in with the right GM and you do what they did for Tomlin, remember, Tomlin had a hell of a staff. He had he had one of the greatest defensive minds in football, you know, over there with him, yep. and, and he had um. Take he had my man from the Bucks, uh, the Bucks head coach. What's his name? He had Arians, and he had a whole. Man, he had look. Look at that staff when he said. Look at that. Take a good look at his staff when he took over. Right, came from under they the Bill Cowell blessing. Mm-hmm. But, but, the, but the staff that he had, you couldn't. And if you, if you bring if you bring in this guy Leftwich, and you give him. You know, you arm him with with other men. Could you imagine Leftwich and 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 um and Flores on the same staff? You know what I'm saying? Mm. Or, or you bring in a Leslie Frazier and you put him, you know, with with Leftwich or whoever. Mm. I think this kid has got the potential to be a phenomenal coach in this league, and somebody's gonna hire him, even if it's not us. And about seven years from now, when we you hear that name. It's going to be synonymous. Well, he's a hell of a coach. People won't even first mention he was a quarterback. You know, that's when you know that transition really took place. Yeah, household name. And and, and I'm telling you, that dude right there is going to be a phenomenal head coach. I just see it. Every time I see him, I'm impressed. Anytime I ever heard him talk, I'm impressed. Um, You know, and I hope we at least interview him. Please bring him in the room. Give him an interview. He's another hot commodity coach. Him. I want to talk about Brian, Brian Flores after you, Shake. Go ahead, my brother. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just yeah, saying, uh, him, the enemy, they, they, they hot commodity mm-hmm. coach. On the yeah, way. man. But go ahead. But go I, want, ahead. You... I want to talk about No, 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 no. I want to talk about that. Me, you, Ivan, most definitely Black Freezy, we've been talking this the enemy thing for a while. We just knew they wasn't going to let him go or whatever the case may be. But we've been talking this for a minute. And now them credentials is under him. The last two years, look at his look at his credentials have shot through the roof. Two Super Bowl appearances. Like we've been talking about the yeah. enemy for almost three years now. Yeah, bro. but you know the knock is he don't call the plays. Da, 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 da. 
I'm like, man, right. that man in the room designing some Shiznai. Now he is he does have a you know a lucky counterpart to where it's like you do got some dynamic dude, but then that's that's a gift and a sword too because he could go off script. Yeah. So, uh-huh. um, but yeah, man, like I've said, he's one of the most bright, brilliant offensive minds out here. We need some of this innovation after the Stone Age. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah, but he one of them with Brian Flores too. I did I did hear yeah, a little talking about I Brian talk Flores. About that he wanted a little bit more uh, say so, you know, in the in the front office. But he was, I don't know if he was trying to bogart or whatever over there. Um, yeah, he so was might, hungry. And, I, and you, you know, you ain't doing that down there. Yeah, that might have been. First did of that, all, you yeah, know, you're not going to Florida acting Humphrey. I don't understand that by him. I don't want to get into the personal thought process on that. But that's, you can't do that, man. But, but you, you know cannot what, go down there and be humble. I thought one yeah, of the biggest yeah. things in Florida that, that, that came out was that he, um, you know, he wanted uh, Herbert in that draft, and they went to mm-hmm. him. Yeah. And yeah. That, that was a, a ripple, yeah. and the fact that he wanted Watson, um, yeah. and, you know, of course they didn't get yeah. him. So I don't know if any of that had to do with, you know, his ultimate Yeah, I think that, that was it. I, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah, here we go. Let's, let's get into it. That's why I wanted to get into Brian Flores. Yo, Ivan, think about it. Miami was not even a thought process for Deshaun Watson when this whole thing hit the roof with him. You heard about other teams all over the board. Miami was not one of the places that that man was ever slated to go, thought about going, and damn sure not being traded for at any thought process. They just got to him. They just got to him. They looked at it like that. Herbert wanted Flores the same way McAdoo wanted Mahomes. But – I'm saying that to say this. He put that out there, that, oh, you know what? Deshaun Watson would be a good fit for this, good fit for that, brand new start for this, brand new start for that, and it grew legs. And then it became a thing. Oh, you know, two of this might be traded or or whatever the case may be for Deshaun Watson. It will Miami give up first-round picks, and it got bad. It got bad to the point where people actually, and myself, I don't know about you guys, I only speak for me, I started linking him to Miami. Like that was a thing that was really going to happen. And once that happened, it brought a lot of thought process to the front office, and it trickled down and trickled over. You trying to tell me a man named Brian Flores who has done what he has done with that young up-and-coming team, and when you look at the Miami Dolphins, you do not compare them nowhere near to the New York Giants. You look at Miami and say, yo, this team can be good quick with a couple of pieces. You fire that head coach? It was yeah. internal, bro. It was if internal. They would have had, it was yo, internal. If they'd have got Herbert, son, they'd have been straight. I think, I think if yo. anything, he was more hurt and bent out of shape off, off of that because Tua kept getting hurt. Mm-hmm. Chase, go get yeah, that's children, another man. thing. He won. He won eight games in this NFL league. That's hard to do. And then he did it with Miami. And everybody forgets Tua was hurt the whole beginning of the year. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he still did it Had with, play with Patrick. Franchise. With, uh, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, he was going crazy. And and if I'm not mistaken, didn't this man win seven straight games last season? Yeah, that shit was crazy. They was in the dump. Didn't that man win seven straight games last season? 
lost seven straight you're just too. a winner, bro. You're yeah. just a winner, bro. Yeah. And that's, that's it. All. That's all I'm trying to say. Come on, bro. Come I, on, man. I, I, I always gave it to you. Give us some of that, man. You know what I'm saying? Give us some of that. Who's the winner? He talking about two. You know, I'm not even And the part that I love the most, I'm a little biased. Just the winner, bro. from Brownsville, Brooklyn. You know, for he from where I'm from, and he's only three years younger than me. So I'm like, hell, I don't, I don't probably ran into my man and didn't even know it. You know, so I'm like, hell, I probably, probably was on the blacktop with him. He, he, owe, he you owe you money, bro. <laughs> hey, I ain't saying he owe me money, but but, right. but you know, you know, coming up in the city, know. Man, you know how the city is, man. It's so yeah, many you people. You run into everybody, you know. man. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm Especially like, hell, I'm like, I don't have to see this cat in my neighborhood because I stayed out, I stayed on the street. Yeah. You in the park playing ball? You definitely gonna run into somebody. But yeah, um, yo, I'll take some of that Brian Flores pause, you know what I mean? Uh, can't front, you know, I heard about the Bogart, but I understand it, man, because sometimes you know what you want and you know what you need to win as a coach. Yeah, but, you know what I'm that, but that's the problem. That's what we need, though, Freeze. According to the 17-minute presser, our GM, I mean, pardon me, our owner said that he would step out of the GM's way and let him and the coach handle that. That's what the man was trying to say. I hope he meant yeah, that. Right. Nah, he didn't mean that. He, he said, said that I to be clear. He was like our robot in that motherfucker. Yeah, and right. Like, blink twice if you're in trouble, blink three times if you're lying. He was, and blink, he was in trouble, trouble. He was blinking yeah, SOS, boy, looking, what? Right. <laughs> like he was stroking. What the hell is going on with you? Look at the left. And let's Look be and let's be real. If if Joe Judge had the three seasons that that Flores had for the Giants, Merrill would have gave him a contract extension this year. Hell yeah! Damn right! Yeah. Damn right! And he would have signed. And, and he would have signed Jones damn right. and everybody else too. Exactly. Broke. And we and I'm gonna keep it all the way real with you. The New York Giants would have uh, had an African American quarterback. You better so I was kind of digging digging that that uh, combination uh, from the Ravens. As soon as I heard that, I'm like, damn, maybe that we may get a little Malik Willis. Yeah, yo, listen, you know man. If we if we if we go ahead and go get Flores as a head coach, I think all of us will be ecstatic, man. We will all be ecstatic because we know what we're getting when it comes down to his credentials, his pedigree, his ability to relate to the players. And not only that, my biggest thing right now, we will not be playing 1980s football no more with him as a head coach. We will be in this millennium thing playing football that's generated to win games now. That's what I... What do do y'all think about this? And, you know, don't kill me for this one, but I saw this on... uh... I saw this on a little blog thing. It said Doug Peterson for the head coach. We ain't fucking with you. No, we ain't fucking with you, Steve. That's it. We ain't fucking with you. I'm, I'm, I'm going to speak for everybody right now on the phone. We ain't even fucking with Freezy. Debate Wednesday. Yeah, I don't care. I just read it out. Bro, no? Man, we, no. No, fam. No. 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 No, no, no. No, 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 no. I was like, Doug Peterson? Never. That's why I don't want acting for it. He's a cutthroat. Yeah. That's crazy. 
Yeah, Mike, no, you know, like, it was like Leslie Frazier. Uh, what's that one name? Oh, man. Nah, that's, we're going to have some options, man. We're going to have some options out here, man. We're going to get better. We definitely going to get better. Let me ask y'all. Let me, now, let, me ask y'all let, me, let me stay with you, Freeze. I want to stay on yeah. the same topic because I don't want to go nowhere. We we talking. I love when we talking. I'm just just real quick, I don't want no Philly staff, bro. No Philly staff. I'm with you. There there you go. See what I'm talking about? I got it. I got it. You know know what's up. You know what's up. All right, bro. I'm going to say this. How do y'all feel about Lane Kiffin? I'm just asking. What? I'm just talking. I'm just talking. Lane Kiffin? Lane Kiffin? Lane. I feel like that Lil Wayne song, Smoke a Weed Like Lane Kiffin. No. I'm talking names, wait, bro. Hold on, I don't, on, I don't hold like on. the man. I'm just throwing names out. Wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. Because I'm confused. Like, wait a minute. Wait. All right, so ain't that a father and son, right? The, the Kiffins, right? They, it's a father and mm-hmm. son thing, right? Yeah. Like, and the father yeah, is retired, eh? And that, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, Monty all right, so Kiffin. that is Monte. And then his son is Lane. His son is no, Lane. I don't like him. No, no, his, okay. no, he sucks. Okay. I just wanted to know what people are thinking. I'm throwing names out. You know what I'm saying? Lane I'm just throwing Kiffin. names out. Right. I didn't want Freezy to be the only person getting stabbed with the pitchfork from the side. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I, you know, I didn't want to play stab my brother like that. So let's pull the knives out on all sides, okay? Let me see. So, let me pull them up here. Yeah, man. Uh-oh. I got you. What they saying, um, Brian, uh, the ball, the offensive coordinator for the Bills. Mm-hmm. Yep. Kept uh, out form, there, too. Former uh, Lions head coach. I remember somebody said Jim Caldwell. Somebody said that yesterday. That yep. was Ivan. Somebody said that. Um, Packers offensive coordinator Nathan Hackett, and by the way, we've been had Nacho with us for the longest. Notch, you in the box with the cheese, you know you. Uh, I was talking about it earlier. Um, Jim Harbaugh, uh, uh, another and, one. Yeah, um, no, back to back, Brian Leftwich, um, like uh, uh, I was just talking about. Uh, Cowboys offensive coordinator Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. Um, Rams offensive coordinator uh, Kevin uh, O'Connell, and I said no. Them fans, come on, come on, yeah. fellas! Like, let's stop playing games out here, right? Give me a little O'Connell, I, I, the Rams offensive coordinator. Yeah, all right. Don't let's not let's not let's not move past that again. The Rams. Offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Silence on the some silence on the floor right now. We took we should get bigger. Pause. I feel like the McVeigh calls the Rams offense. But I don't know. Yeah, I think I feel like that's what happens. I think this is another the enemy type deal. Right. That's where I'm at with it. 
Jerry Gray is out there. The Packers DB coach, passing game coordinator. I don't even know. I didn't even know they had a whole title like that. How you a DB coach, passing game coordinator? What? Well, I think I think what this whole thing does is it brings the GM, whoever the GM is, is going to come in and bring in his search and his guys, right? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's what he yeah. said it was going to be a legitimate. Yeah, it's it's going to be GM coach then. And then everyone, no one survives. Only people on rookie contracts and stupid-ass deals that they inherit survive. Going, you know, mm-hmm. on, as players. Go, okay. So. Now, let, I want to take a shift from coach to offensive coordinator. Can we do that as well? Because that's important. That we haven't, I haven't, haven't even heard anyone say, well, you know we still need an offensive coordinator. Like, I haven't heard nobody talk about it. So let's talk about it. You guys got some but, any names? Any names? Or how y'all feel about that? Well, I think, I think nah, that's a trickle-down effect. Nah, because it's kind of pulling order, though. Yeah, I think it's a trickle-down yeah. effect. I think whoever the GM is brings in his guy yeah. who's under his wing that yeah. he has a connection yeah, with for his coach. I know. All but I'm saying because, that you know, we Because if we, I think if we start naming names now, it's going to kind of do a disservice to some dudes who really – well, we didn't already did ourselves a disservice by even talking about Byron Leftwich, Brian Flores, nah, Jim Harbaugh. These dudes are still going to be in the market for other teams, of course, for head coaching positions. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. But these guys that I was going to name are probably going to be in the in the um bucket for offensive coordinator positions. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, but you so wouldn't know going... until somebody come and pull them. Because you know everybody yeah, usually come I'm, with I'm their just... staff pre-set up. Yeah, I just like a lot of things that can happen for us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not more so on the what ifs. I'm on the wow, this really is a, this is a thing because this is the first time that I could remember us needing a GM and a head coach and God knows how long and an offensive coordinator. I don't know what's happening with Graham at all, but at those exactly. you got scarred. You're scarred. You're scarred. Yeah. You're thinking, yep. you're thinking people are going to survive. There's victims in there. No, they're all dead. The that's whole building is going to change. So Nobody survives, That's son. what I'm talking about. So, yeah, these, these topics are good topics because that's what it is. You know, Graham's he all that's good and all is. that. He's going to be somebody coordinator. You know what I mean? He's going to be out there. But, you know, everybody must dead. You understand? Right. D-E-D. Dead. Clear the dance floor. All right, well, we have two minutes in the broadcast. To be honest, surprisingly, real quick. We're real quick. Keep moving. But ahead, to be honest, surprisingly, uh, Graham's name has been in head coaching searches. So, yeah, he's going to be good. Yeah, I think he's going to be good. He's starting to gain some weight back. Do you see him? Yeah, yeah, I see him. I see his left eye, too. Chunky. Pause. Emotional eating. When you yeah, absolutely. Sneaking off four o'clock in the morning. Let me get through them things. Cupcakes. Two hot dogs with extra onions and mustard. Sneaking them off. Yeah, you know. He's unfortunate. The bone? Did we discuss the bone? Or no? The who? Brian the bone. Do we discuss that? I think I just yeah. said it. Another head coaching, another head coaching candidate, bro. 
You feel me? Yeah, from from yeah. the Bills. Yeah, I'm, I'm, down, I'm down with yeah. anybody that's in the postseason mm-hmm. right now. Honestly. <laughs> hey, man, yeah. if, I, if you're holding off interviews because you're chasing a ring, cool. Cool. I'm going to pencil right. you in, man. Talk to me when you're out because that's awesome. That's what I want. Sad part is it's going to be two to three years. This is this is the rebuild we've all been waiting yeah, for. Sufficient. The last yeah. five years we've been in a COVID fog and delaying mm-hmm. the inevit- inevitable. Saquon's going to be gone. DJ's going to be gone. It's it's this is this is the rebuild, man. That's what I mean. Like when I first called and said, I feel like I got captured from a dream and said, Hey, man, this is your life. What can we change? Well, this is what we could change. Finally. They ripped it all out. Mara fell on the sword and admitted his faults. And like Ivan was saying, hopefully they get out of the way and just cut checks and don't try to make football decisions. But it's going to be, this is a rebuild from the ground up, man. No, that's not going to happen, man. We know how it goes. Well, right. But at least, I mean, he's failed long enough, you know. That's why when Ivan was talking about the Jerry Jones situation. He's probably the first quarter of it at least. The first quarter of it. Yeah, you got to It's it's going to be good. I mean, at least it gives us hope. Like I was saying, I, I, I was done. I was kind of like, yeah. mm. I got enough life situations and things going on. I, I don't have time to care this much. You're not giving me nothing, you know, but like a, rela- a real relationship. I was ready mm-hmm. to break up. And pay child support. <laughs> no. Don't do it, Dan. I just graduated from it. No, I'm good. We're in, now we're into this new kind of therapy. We're, we're into this new kind of couples therapy, man. We're trying. We're trying to work things out. I'm right there with you, Dan. We, me and the Giants were separated, bro. I was meeting with lawyers. You know what I'm saying? Putting in divorce papers. Uh, that shit was serious, cause I was done. I was done too. Uh, I, I, we wasn't Hi. in separation, but we weren't talking. And you know that's kind of worse when you just living with somebody and you just don't talk. Mm-hmm. You just walk by them like they don't even exist and shit. That's yeah, when you hate them. That's when you hate them, bro. Yeah. Oh my god! And you guys were gone. You guys weren't helping the situation. You disappeared on me. <laughs> you had to get through it. Yep. You know what? Get no. it. All you know my, what? Friend, my friends were telling me, hey, yeah. man, she's no good. You got to get out of there. Nah, you know what, Dan? See, I'm going to apologize on my personal behalf, but I bet I'm going to give you an excuse, not really an excuse, but a reason for you to believe in your brother again. Remember, we got kids. So the end of Thanksgiving depression moving into Christmas and the new year, you know that 40-day system, right, is just the worst right there between oh, Thanksgiving know, to New I know, Year. Bro. So, so, I, so you know, I don't have to apologize. I lived it too, bro. I gained man. 20 pounds. I didn't need all that stuff, <laughs> Yo, I'm telling bro, you, I know. That all that is rough. But, but I was you. coming to my meetings, right? I was coming to my addict right. meetings. And I, was, I didn't and show I was, up. I was the only guy. I know. I didn't show up. I'm, I'm telling you why I didn't show up. <laughs> yeah, I didn't show up because I, I wasn't I wasn't you know, even from, watching I'm the games, to be honest with you, bro. I was just watching the highlights. I was watching Red Zone. I, I could not even uh, spend my time. I watched the last one. I was watching Red Zone, too. Those other ones, I, I couldn't watch it, bro. Too. I couldn't stomach it. 
Yo, yo, when, listen Man, to me. I brother. barely my was last watching line. it, yo. This is my I last sentence, and I'll get out right. of the way. When I was sitting up close and personal, and I heard the grunting of a grown man and several other grown men being pushed by other grown men to the floor like that, I knew something in my life wasn't right. I called Shakes in the car when I left and said, yo, it is nothing like what you see on TV, times worse. What I just saw, oh, and being thrown on the floor, you can hear them wincing. I said, this is it for me. I'm psychologically and emotionally damaged. I love it. Yo, I, yo, I'm telling you, yo, I'm, I'm telling y'all something, man. Please listen to me. I'm telling you this out of pain. When he hiked the ball and I watched hands get put on them like that, and he, ooh, oh, oh, he's like, yo, he really just screamed like that? I told Shakes this. I said, Shakes, I could hear the moaning. As grown men, I could hear the moaning. Yo, my heart broke, bro. I said, nah, this ain't real. This ain't a grunt like, like, you know, you manning up. I seen a dude moan. Like, he got pushed on his neck. I said, nah, this, yo, Shake, I'm, I'm leaving. I left. I left the game. I paid $183 for a ticket to sit at the 35-yard line, five rows back. And I heard grown men getting, I heard grown men getting housed. Yeah, I got the, I got, I left, I left, I left, I left, I couldn't, yo, I don't even drink liquor, bro, I grabbed the biggest glass, I, I'm sorry, not glass, I grabbed the big, big, biggest mug of Long Island iced tea and got up out of it, B. I said, I can't do this, y'all can have it, I'm done, I'm done. Yo, but let's talk about the sad reality, though. Let's let's really talk about it, man, because, you know, I wanted to kind of tap that up earlier, but there's a lot going on, man. Mary was out here with his big-ass head talking crazy. Pause. But um, the sad reality is that, yo, Saquon could be gone next year completely. Or after next year. Next year or after next year? No, he could be gone next year. Like, literally, they could try to trade the boy, you know, they could... There could be some things happening, right? So, Daniel Jones, same way, right? But, I mean, you know, I'm not really pulling Daniel because that's not something that I want to call. Here's the situation. Both of them, as I'm listening to Mary, I'm thinking, I've been trying to tell you, they've been in abusive relationships this whole fucking time, and this is the man that was beating them. He was right there on the podium. The same guy that hit uh, the Brown, the kicker, beating his wife. He's been beating these children, man. He knew he was doing them a disservice. Doing these kids a disservice. Did Odell them a disservice? Did Eli oh, hold this service on his way out completely? And you know it. It's disgusting. So, yeah, man, it's messed up. But I got to be honest with you. I can't wait to be able to run the ball. Like, this is kind of weird, man, because... I championed the kid, you know, defended him between the tackles, but it is so apparent that he's pitter-pattering his feet, man. It is so apparent, bro, because when you see Booker come in there and do a one-two one, step on it, that motherfucker be getting through. 
This shit is so apparent. I'm just like, yo, this is weird, man. This is so strange to look at. But, hey, man, it is what it is. You know, who's going to be great somewhere else. That's how I, I feel I, this I'm, I'm a follow-up. I'm going to follow up with you on this, Freeze, with this. He'll be here I won't say GM. Yeah, he'll be here. But I, I'm going to yeah. say it like And this. he'll be here for the support of future. But I, yeah, go ahead. I'm no, 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 no. I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm with you, Shakes. But I'm going to say it like this. If we get a GM like Pole and he brings in the enemy, Saquon Barkley's career will turn to what we all see in the dynamic player that he is because he'll be used properly. It's going to, dip, it's going to go into not his talent. It's going, to be go, it's going to go into how things are done, schemed up, and how he's used moving forward. The kid is so dynamic. It's not hard. It's just who you are. He's not, I'm sticking my foot in the ground running here. He's, you know what, let me analyze, let me look, let me pitter-patter, let me skip, let me make you miss. He's had to do so much of dicking and dodging, Paul, in the last three years. And on top of injuries, we forget how uber this kid is talented, man. We can get the, thing, the best though, out of him here's, here's the problem. Here's the problem with that, especially with, you know, the type of things where we're trying to do. That means that you're mm-hmm. not. Uh, uh, you know, a bell cow. You're not one of those guys. That means you are a change of pace. I'm with that. Look at Alvin Kamara. I'm with it. Look at Christian McCaffrey. That, that, <coughs> isn't that the good exactly. thing with signing the fifth-year option? I'll say, isn't that the good thing with signing the fifth-year option and not signing to a second oh, contract? Go. There you go. Now you're going to get, you get, you get the option to look at him next year and then pay him accordingly. You get what I'm right. saying? And that's like, what it works out. To go with them. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Put Robinson in there. Mm-hmm. I think we'd be all right. Something. I mean, but it could somebody saying. be on the free market, too. Look, or, utilization or, of or talent Trey is something that. Mm-hmm. Trey Sermon. Yeah. From, from Ohio State. This is the on San Francisco. Did he, no, I mean, I'm sorry. Um, how did I, you know what? I'm looking at him on the screen. That's why. He's talking about Matthew. Yeah, that's what's who coming get, out of Ohio State. Yeah, get something like get something like that. Get something get something like Master T. Get that. Yeah, you out. feel me? You know he's gonna put this boy Brooks. I like the boy huh? Brooks. Kenneth Brooks. Yeah. That boy nice too. Know what I'm saying? Get him a couple of kids coming out. We can get, get there all night. Right. But, um, get him a bruising complimentary back and it's on. Okay. I think, yeah, I think he needs a son, though, coming out of Alabama. We need one of, we need them Najee Harris type. Bang him up. Yeah. Uh, we need one of them. I, I'm not disagreeing with none of y'all. I get y'all. You know what I mean? Me, I go a different route. And I, I mean, I guess I'm playing favoritism, but so what? So. I still like Booker in there, right? <laughs> I still like gone, Booker bro. in there because he he is that, that, that pound guy. And so when you use him more with Barkley, I think that's great. But I also think you draft a guy like my son, the rooster from Miami. I'm telling y'all, man, that little motherfucker is pocket rocket, bro. Y'all See, that. We could use that in a whole different oh, way. Man. That's a 
That that's a whole different. I would love to have that kid, but we gotta use him the way that he can be used. You feel me? We gotta give him. You know, we gotta that head coach. I mean, gotta uh, have a road got change. Head, we gotta know what they're doing. You gotta have a road They gotta know what they're doing it, with it, that. It, it can't be all the 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 thing on Barkley anymore. We should have. Nah, that's what I said. He changed the fire thing. And that's what I'm saying, an earth, wind, and fire thing. And I'm telling you, the rooster. But but how Black much do you pay him you for that, love him. It's like Omar Bradshaw all over again. What's I'm his name? You. All right. Give me a second. What's his name? Check. Give me a second. I don't want to butcher it. Oh, okay, okay. I want to see. All right. I want to see him play, play. But I, I mean, you know. It, it better not be no easy man to say. <laughs> all, all I'm saying is this. Unfortunately, all I'm saying is, is this with well, the Saquon piece, man. Yo, I know you're still here with us, man. If you got no, unfortunately, to that, it is. You know, it, it, but fortunately for yeah. me, I smoke a lot, so bear with me. Yeah. All I want to, on, on the Saquon piece, uh, if you got something to say on that, you can speak your piece. But um, I just want to, you know, Think about it because it's interesting because we got brand new regime coming in here, man. Looking at everybody like side oh. eye, like, mm, hey, that costs that's gonna cost a lot of money. J- Jalen Knighton, Jalen Knighton, Jalen Knighton. Right. Yeah, he a pass catching dude, but man. He, like when you see him freeze, you are gonna be like, what? Right, Yo, his it. first well, step, he, he he right. in the ground. Yeah, he got to change your pace. Right, like, right. His change your pace movement. Yo. He got wide receiver stop and go move like like a running back. Like you be like, oh, his quick is faster than his fast. But that's what you need for a running back. I personally feel that Saquon should not um, go anywhere. I I fully believe that the new GM and um, and head coach coming in here will see and do a proper evaluation and know that he ain't the problem. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, I never had been. And, um, and that's what know, I want. Yeah. I'm so sorry, LRP. Just real quick, that's mm-hmm. what you just said, and that's what I want. I want that guy that we bring in, and I said this yesterday, I want the guy that we bring in to be a smart football guy. And you cannot tell me you're going to come into this organization, look at Saquon Barkley, and say he's not the motherfucking bright spot in this fucking organization. You can't tell me that. If you tell me that, then you're not the smart football guy that I need in this organization. Period. Go ahead. Right. And my thing is, no, no, no. Hold on, Shakes. I want to add to that. We vibing right now. You see that foot in the ground, Freezy? That one step foot mm-hmm. in the ground burst? It's crazy. Yeah, well, he's um, he bursting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, 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 he getting turf under the boot. Mm-hmm. Um, Timberland. But back to LRP and Shakes. I don't want to stay on this point because we talking. That's important today. Use the kid the way the kid shows you he's best at. Put You can put him out in the, in the flat. You can put him out wide. You can put him in the slot. Make him the matchup nightmare. Yeah. We see him. That's all you oh, got to do. You can put him in the backfield. Come on. You can put him in the backfield. We need to go back to the zones, um, those West Coast schemes, because that one cap, the one gap scheme we was playing, that type of weird power joint we was playing. Cause what, that was Sherman? We don't got no guards to pull or nothing like that. 
And we don't got nothing like that. Was that, that with Sherman? Huh? No, he flourished with that Sherman. Yeah, oh, okay. Sherman. Sherman that's had the still, West Coast. He had that stretch. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. 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 That's what i am saying that is 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 what i am Listen to this, though, right? Now, would y'all agree that Booker is more of a Ezekiel Elliott type of running back than Barkley is? Mm-hmm. And, you, and, and listen, you see, most people would think that you bugging. I know exactly what you're talking about, Booker. That yeah, one, that's why he was that that step, in this game. Right, that yeah. one exactly. foot, right? That one north foot in south. the ground, hit the yeah. hole, north to south. Yes. Yes, and but but the thing, if I if I could jump in on that, hold on, you know the Go thing ahead. about Zeke though, Zeke Zeke got man, his vision is incredible. His vision is incredible, like you know, and when he when he commit, he commit, you know. So that's that's to me that's part of his greatness is is the fact that he can got I, man, his I, vision. Right? Can I just say this to you, Ivan? I won't take away from Zeke's vision, but when you have a gaping holes in your career, like that your vision also improved. Now, let's look at the last two years. That vision ain't been so great since that line ain't been so great. I'm not taking from him. I'm just saying things have been happening a little bit differently he, with somebody he's, he's also had in the backfield. That's all I'm he's saying. He's also been playing. He's he been playing through injuries, though, man. Like, you know, so, I mean, it, that, that plays a part in that, too. I, know, I but it. no, I get it. I get yeah, it. He's playing on the bad wheel right now. And, and, and he's effective. He's not like he was ineffective. But, and and last year, is, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, they lost. But you, but you see, the next guy to run, the next runner up. Yeah, but look at Zeke. Yeah, I was about to say, the Memphis boys, the Memphis boys ain't no joke. Oh yeah, no, his backup, but he's also a different type of running back. That dude, that dude is like a blade. What? That one foot in the ground. That one foot in the ground decision on a zone stretch. Pollard is eighty miles an hour. What? I mean, Pollard, uh, uh, he, you know, he's he's like a blur, LRP. man. That dude, he's a different yeah. type of running back. He's a different type of running back. Well, what what, what <laughs> yeah. the Memphis LRP? boys think about him, Gibson, yeah, and Henderson, and uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, they they Memphis out there pumping the boys out. Didn't we didn't we split them sons up? Um, Freezy, don't ain't three of them yeah, yeah. one of them mine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The boys out there, doing right? Yeah, right. I believe LRP was saying something. LRP, what were you saying? Yeah, LRP, definitely. He went to the cut. Yeah, he's playing. Yo. I mean, um, you know, on the Daniel side of it, <clears throat> when you think about it, you don't even, you, you wouldn't even, besides the fact that maybe if he was a talent, right, and he just hurt his neck, pause or whatever. You wouldn't even want to bring him in on like his fifth change in offensive coordinator type shit. Like, no, nah, I just want a brand new mind at this point. I, I want a brand new body, Paul. I just, I just want a brand I got, new player, man. I can't. What name? We can't do nothing with it. you anyway, bro. Look at your turnover tenure. Your turnover tenure is crazy, bro. Church I'm not even. I'm not even going to discuss that, dude. Like, it's nothing Ooh. to talk about. 
It's no, we they, are firing coaches. Gee, I know, but I'm not going to talk about it because I already know what's going to happen. I'm I'm programmed. Once it's set in the room, ain't nothing for me to go over there and blow the candle out for. Let the shit just burn mm-hmm. all the way down so I ain't got to see it no more. I get it. He's in the corner of the room. The candle is still lit. I don't want to go over that way. I want to walk mm-hmm. over to Matt Corral. I want to go to know, Kenny King. I want to go to Malik Williams. Here's, here's I want to go to Desmond Both Brown. of these, these, both of these the, brothers, my bad, both of these brothers we're talking about, they both are due for some for some uptake in the money. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they both, you know, do for a raise, an increase. You know what I mean? So to figure out if they're going to be substantial in the franchise. So, you know, you know, used to playing around. Uh, listen, I, I know. And those are decisions that we're going to either respect or not respect our new regime coming in. Because those are going to be the decisions they got to make. And we're going to be right here to be a part of it. Either we're going to mm-hmm. hate them for it or we're going to love them because they got something in the bag that they like, look, I'm already looking at what I'm bringing in here, but you guys have no idea. And that's how we fall in love, Paul, because of things that we haven't seen before that make us feel good. Make it feel good. <laughs> that, was, that was nasty, Holly. I'm sorry, that was disgusting. Right. <laughs> but nobody Just disagreed, man. though. You feel me? <laughs> <laughs> right, make me feel. Do something. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean, from a, a personnel standpoint, I think um, yo, seventy two gonna have to take. He's gonna have to take a pay cut. Seventy two. <laughs> he had to take a pay cut, son. Yo, yo, let, let's talk about it. Let's talk about the players now that we're here, fellas. I'm so happy I'm bringing this up. I don't think Shep makes it, bro. I don't think Shep makes it, bro. All right, here we go. Let's talk on it. Can we talk about the top five I don't five think Evan players? Ingram makes it. Evan Ingram, Yo, he don't I make don't it, bro. I don't think Jabril Peppers makes it, bro. He don't make it either, I don't think either, Jabril Peppers make it. Nah, he don't make it. Yo, we got to talk about this, gentlemen. Come on, fellas. I know y'all feel like how y'all feel, but let's talk about... What has to be an obvious or, yo, this just may be the thing that has to happen just because. Chef, Ingram, Peppers, thank God Nate Soul ain't going to be here. Thank God eight offensive linemen ain't going to be here no more. Thank God <laughs> that. Eight of them. A whole different Praise swilling. God. The whole joint is gone, B. Nick Gates is gone. Billy Price is gone. Shane Lemieux going to stay. Matt Pert going to still be here. I'm going to tell you all that right now. Watch. Watch mm-hmm. Matt Pert. Yeah, they're they cheap. They're cheap. They're in the contract. Yeah. They're cheap. Yeah, they're um, cheap. They're what? Yeah. Watch. They're going to still be here. You but know. everybody. If you, if you bum, bum, stick it in. If you skip around, you don't cut it. Fight, you get cut, all of them is gone. Everybody. Get my son Lindenbaum in here and get my son Evan Neal in here. I know that's not real, but it just sounded good. But, yeah. But, Let's talk about it, fellas. I think Darius Slate, yo. I think Darius Slate. He was last year, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he here, son. I think he gone. Now, Get your I'm butter tell fingers you out of here. That boy got butter on his fingers. You heard me? I feel like slapping his face 
with baby powder that cornerbacks put on sometimes. I just get it. I hate his interviews, his his thought process. Get him out of here. You was never my child. That was a false mm-hmm. narrative. It wasn't mine. I saw the real reports, the real car facts. It wasn't me. Anyway, let's move forward. We need Mari. John Ross to come back. I want John Ross to come back. Somebody got problems. He was alright. I mean, he wasn't even. He wasn't even used. I want John Ross to come back. You ain't get all perfect. Oh, okay. Nah, he ain't gonna. Be back. Uh, he ain't gonna be back. He ain't do nothing wrong, but right. Besides, but he wasn't used. Not and be he fucking healthy. Right. He ain't staying out amongst the bums, right? He just couldn't he, stay healthy as usual, man. Wait, wait, wait. I mean, how many, how many I, get, I don't know. You can't call it, though, man. You can't call it because maybe coach, you like him. Right. You don't know. Put his ass on punt return. I mean, I lost count because, you know, people were coming off and on the COVID list, so I lost count, bro. Let him compete. Put his ass on the punt return and kickoff return. And watch this dude show you what you need to see. That's 4.2. Okay. I mean, I'll be happy if he's back. I just don't see it. I know. Now, the Peppers, but I'm thing, just saying I think Peppers is going to be there, though. I, I think everybody's counting him out, but I think he's going to be here. Ingram, Says I he think he's going to be here. Towards ACL, bro. Peppers will be here, though. Nobody's attached to Peppers, man. <clears throat> I mean, nobody's going to and isn't he doing something? I think so. We don't got the money. I think he is a free agent. Not sure. But, yeah. Need I don't talk. think anger, man. Get rid of that pepper. And you know what's crazy? Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the craziest thing. The new GM and head coach is going to make a decision to give his punk ass one more year. I don't know why I feel this way. Because they feel like they might do the right uh-huh. thing and put them in a different Ingram. I don't know why I feel like that. Uh, or somebody going to pay, or, or pay more money for him. Somebody going to give him a bag. Yeah, somebody going to give him a bag. Somebody going to give him a bag. He out of here. Get him out of here. Yeah, somebody going to give him a bag. Go to New Orleans or something like that. Go somewhere that we're going to be celebrating. Yeah. You can drop the ball over yeah. the fuck there. You understand? What? He's not, he's not going to be Giants next year, fellas. No, 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 no. We ain't saying Ingram. Well, I, I think he is. Yeah, we, we just, we just. I think no, he I'm is. Saying, I'm saying, I'm just, no. I just think something stupid like that. That's all. I don't want it, but no. I'm just no. saying. And you know, yeah, you like know, that. I don't think so. Because they're gonna be working with limited funds. I don't think they're gonna fool with retaining. You know, these guys on his roster. Exactly. Evans is gone. He's gonna, um, yeah. he gonna get big money on the market. Yeah, he's gonna get big money on the market. Yep. What I said, somebody oh, gonna overpay for him, bro. It's gonna happen. So who for that? Somebody gonna, yeah, somebody gonna give him oh. money. Mm, I don't know if they gonna overpay for somebody him. Somebody you know, is. Um, I don't know about overpaying, but he's gonna get paid, bro. He's gonna get tight end money, like he's gonna be on the market. Oh, you talking about Ingram? You talking about Ingram? 
Yes. Yeah, okay. I thought you yes. were saying and Peppers was going to get overpaid. Um, uh, oh, you know, no, 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 you know, no, no. You know, Ingram, Ingram is going to go somewhere else, and, and, and hopefully for him, Hopefully for him, I mean, granted, a lot, a lot of his failures are his own. I mean, you know, with his butterfingers. But um, you know, what I what I'll say for him and, and his agent, they better not just look at the bottom dollar, dollar. You know what I'm saying? But but also look for the, you know what I'm saying? Um, you know, if if you're able to go somewhere like Green Bay or something, and I I, I don't think, and that's another guy, man, that we're gonna have to have a discussion. But I don't think he's gonna come to the Giants. But I think. I think Rodgers is done with the Packers, but you know if he's gonna go play with a quarterback like that, you know, uh, uh, you know, go to the Chiefs or something and play with Pat Mahomes, you know, don't don't go to um, Detroit and then be mad, you know what I mean, and be mad because you know you you in a dysfunctional situation. So Ingram better mm-hmm. be careful where he go. Don't just follow the money. You better go somewhere yeah, go where they got a winning program. Like and what? unfortunately, I think he's going to be that type that just goes for the money. And while we're getting the and most money, that's where he's going. I don't oh, even think he's going to give a fuck. Oh, and it's going to fuck up his you career. Yeah, I mean, he's going to become irrelevant. Yeah, yeah he's going to become he irrelevant. He's not going to think yeah. of fit. He is not going to think of going to the team that fit him best where he can have a good chance of playing and whatever, whatever. He's going to get talked to like, hey, man. We know you were probably using wrong, being used wrong where you were. Come over here. More passes are going to get thrown your way. You're going to be featured here. And here's $10 million to $9 million for two years or whatever per year, and he's going to be, yeah, you know what, it's a fresh start. But you know what's the best? I'm going to do the thing. The best thing for him, <laughs> if he if he follows Shockey's shoes and go to New Orleans with Peyton. And that's where I think Peyton he might go. Doing. I think, oh, yeah. Peyton knows oh, what's going that, be That would be a good fit for him, though. Yeah. You know what else I think would be a good fit for him, Paul? Miami. I think Miami or – They like Jaceki. They like Jaceki, though. They love Jaceki. I know, but, but, but that don't mean they can't put that man right there. And, and, again, I keep believing in my chest, and it's just me. He may have the title of tight end, but he can be the best, biggest wide receiver you put on your team if you do it, if you do it. I think a good landing spot for him would be Denver. Mm. Mm. I can roll with that. <laughs> you know, you, you know where else? And, 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 and don't be surprised. Yeah, but you yeah. know, Denver loaded with the Missouri kids, man. What, Fan and um, Albert O'Kane. Iowa. And, and look, I'm a, I'm a go on the record. This is gonna be the, the this is gonna be my bold thing I'm gonna say for this year. Um, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I'll be the quarterback for the Denver Broncos next year. Yeah, that, that's, that's what they mean. How you feel? I'm going to go on record, man, and no, say I my son is a bum. is official. You a bum, son. I'm going to tell you that. It's going to tell you a bum. He's a bum. Straight yeah. bum. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's a bum. Yeah. Yo, Shake could not wait to add the stigma on that. His name is his name is name. That's number one. No, he a winner. He a winner. He a winner. Can't even play sixteen, bro. Next, he's a winner. Next, I forgot the mother bum. Right, hold on, bro. Who, oh, oh, my God, this is great. 
Can I? Can I? Oh my God! Nah, nah, nah. You had another boy too. Oh, Rosen. Rosen. Uh, what's a boy named uh, Donald? He a bum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, don't, don't act like that. Yeah, yeah, don't act like that. Yeah, he was my. Hey, Ro- Rosen, Rosen, Rosen was my oh, guy. Oh, Rosen was my guy, but, but, but so was, so was Herbert and so was Pat Mahomes. I was yeah, early yeah, in yeah, on yeah, Pat Mahomes Mahomes. talking about him. Yeah, you yeah, know, you, so, um, yeah, hey, look, I can't, I can't bat a thousand, <clears> damn it, but I, I throw, I, I take a Josh Rosen mixed. Nah, you was doing the Herbert thing. early, though. Y'all was, y'all, y'all was doing the yeah, Herbert early. Yeah. And, 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 and hold on for a second. Yeah, hold on, no, hold on, because Ivan said something to me three years ago, and I'm not letting it go. Do you remember questioning me about Josh Allen? No, no, what I said, no, I remember very vividly what I said about Josh Allen. I said I didn't okay, watch him so um, in, oh, in college okay. To, okay. to be able to speak on him. And I said the same okay. thing about, um, yeah, I said the same thing about, um, uh, shit, um, uh, Lamar Jackson. I said the same thing. I, I apologize. Said, hey, I, didn't, I, I, I apologize. Yeah. It was Dan the Man. I'm sorry. Dan the Man. That's okay. A, yeah. I thought Delaware. I don't know if it was Lamar Jackson. I think you said that about um, Carson Wentz because of the whole North Dakota State shit. But um, I said it about him too. I, yeah, I, I kept boasting about Lamar Jackson because I was in Kentucky when I I was watching Lamar Jackson, so I kept boasting. <laughs> I kept yeah. boasting. And I, that's, I was, that's one thing. That's I, one I, thing I, I was I on that do. train, face. I was on that that's train. That's one thing I, I said. That kid. If I didn't, if I didn't watch him. Yeah, if I didn't watch him, I say I I can't talk on it. You know what I mean? I ain't gonna talk about it if, yeah. I, ain't, if I ain't seen him. Rody and Rody, let me tell you though, Ivan, listen to this. Rody and Dan the Man, that's right, my brother, my guy. Met you in person, had a beer with you, sat at the Yankee game with you, my brother. I love you. Dan the Man from Delaware, handsome young son by the way, born, God bless you, said E. Josh Allen? And Rody was like, Josh Allen E? Are you fucking serious, Josh Allen? I said, let me tell y'all something. That boy got the arm. Throw that ball up in orchard through that cutting-ass wind. But, I mean, come on. I said, yo, if his accuracy get up and he get a running game behind him, it's on. Three years later, this man is a Super Bowl contender. But, but, but E, but E, he, he, he didn't have a great year this year, though. Let, let's, let's put that mm-hmm. out there. You know, Man, it started out you right now. And then it went into okay. the shitter. Okay, but let's, let's say this, though. He didn't have a great year this year. You would have loved that shit on the New York football Giants. Well, well, I mean, yeah, of course, of course. I mean, you, you know, man, look, the, the, you know, I, 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 I almost threw up. I almost, I almost threw up when we drafted Danny Jones, man. Duke quarterback, come on, man. You, you know, know that's like you know. Ivan, we wanted to hurt. We wanted oh, to hurt, man. Us. You know, if I'm going to, we do, to hurt I'm going for a basketball player, man. I'm not going there for a football mm-hmm. player. Shit. And once the rumors were started, Freezy believed it. We was broken. We were broken when he said those rumors. He said, "Yo, y'all know we're looking at this kid from Duke, right?" I said, "Freezy, please don't say that. Please don't." I told you, I told you, Gil Brett, the greatest out there. He came out with talking about, "Oh, they was comparing him to Peyton." I don't know. Oh, they put the whole. Uh, You know what it was? They was trying to find. 
they, they was trying to find their next Eli, and that's where they went wrong. Yeah, and you know, yeah, I'm not going to completely knock him because because he's got mm-hmm. certain traits that are that are commendable. I mean, he say the right things. He he works hard. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, he's got some good traits about him. And what they were trying to do was they was trying to take those traits and formulate them into Eli. You know what I mean? And and you can't do that. You know, you you can't. You know, you can't just hope somebody is this person. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. and, and that was the mistake I felt they made. You know, and I say he's a hard worker. I don't think. Even when he leaves the Giants, I think Danny Jones gonna be in the league for about ten, twelve years. You know, there's guys in the league, right? That that been in the league, you know, ten, eleven, twelve years, and they've taken they've taken about twenty snaps on the center in those twenty, you know, in those ten years. You know, so I ain't saying he gonna go around starting, but is he gonna be holding the clipboard? Yes, in a lot of towns, in a lot of teams. You know, what I'm saying he may yeah, even yeah. win a Super Bowl. He's a career you know, backup. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he's a career backup. And that's exactly yeah. and, what I and, said when we and, and if we if we if we had like Herbert as our quarterback and a Daniel Jones as the backup, I wouldn't be mad. I'll take him in a spot start. You know what I'm saying? My quarterback is out. I need a spot start. Okay, I'm fine with him. Not as the franchise guy though. Mm-hmm. You know, as a as a backup, oh, no question. Now, can he do that role with the Johnson? No, because he was the first round you know how that goes. You gotta go somewhere else and do it, you know? You you can't do it. You can't. He can't get the clipboard and be the backup for the next five years with the Johns. This is not going to work because he was the top draft choice here. You know, so he's going to have to do it somewhere else. Yep. I'm telling you, man. Trade that man, get some value, man. Yep. How much you think you can get for him, son? Get some more capital, man. I swear, I, I, I to me, I think you can get a second and third rounder, yeah. I think so. Man, you definitely got to give me a second rounder. You want me a second rounder, sir? Oh man, if somebody wanted to give us a second this year for him, I'll pack his bag. Oh, come on. Got yeah, yeah. great. Oh, yeah. oh we are oh, yeah. awesome. <laughs> oh, look, we are. Look, awesome I'll be, I'll be over there with the moving outfit on and everything. Look, I be, I put the belt <laughs> on and everything. Like, hey, what you need to take with you? You know. Straight up. <laughs> I, I go to his bag like this. The one that they down. That's yours. The one that got the one that got DD on the initials. That's you, right? Okay. You be like, damn, you a big ass yeah, belt. Yeah, that's a problem. Even wow. even yeah, the third rounder is serviceable, though, man. Even the third rounder, man. That's serviceable. I'll take that for Daniel. Man. And, and you know what, but man? Like man, the media that the, 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 would be the, so the, the media that want to you know throw the pity party for um for uh. For Joe Judge saying, hey, you know, good guy lost his job. First off, he he due to make fifteen million over the next three years. Okay, Damn. if my job want to fire me today, and, and that's guaranteed, right? Over the next three years, yeah, that's guaranteed, guaranteed bro. Oh, that's guaranteed. God. They owe him fifteen million over the they next three years. Five five million per. Yes, yes. So so fire me if you oh. gonna give me five million oh, over the man, next rough. three years. I'm about to say F him. Did y'all see today that he had uh, that he had like 20 pizzas delivered to his house and a keg and all types of beer? Did y'all see that today? Nah, what he do? So, so the media, I guess they was casing out his house and they showed him at the front door, like when he opened it and he was signing for the stuff and he had like a bunch of beer. I mean, cases and cases of beer. 
and like boxes and boxes of pizza being delivered. Y'all see it? If y'all look for it, y'all see it on social media. And I'm like, hey, I'm like, hey, I can't be mad at him. He's about to live his life right now. Right, and, 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 and guess on. what? Let's, let's he'll get another it. job as, as on somebody's oh, staff. See, Ivan, that's why I be getting mad at you. I was just about to say that. He knows he's solidified with gorillas. He's going to go somewhere and be packed away, and we ain't even going to know about it only because he was the Giants head coach. We're going to find out Joe Judge is the offensive coordinator or special teams coordinator for oh, he won't be the, the Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be a, he gonna be something that we he's gonna be special teams or he'll be or he'll mm-hmm. go coach at college. Yeah, he's gonna be a special teams coordinator down for the Panthers. Something like that. Yeah. What? No, what no, you know like you that? know what Joe Judge Joe Judge and, and his little act will work well with college guys. You know, not mm-hmm. not grown men. So so if he want to go to college, and, and he and he, he and he been there and done that, and he got the credentials and the connectivity. He got the connectivity and he got the credentials. And I bet you they look at him as not being the problem in New York. So somebody's gonna look at it like that. Like man, listen, you went there to a horrible situation. Obviously these guys weren't listening, and we know who the Mara and Tishes is. And this organization is just fell up. You weren't a part of it, brother. You was a part of a. But, but he, won't be, he won't be. A head, he won't be. He won't be a head coach. And they also came out with a report that said that um, uh, Jason Garrett was at his wits' end with that dude, man. You know, and I remember, like, I, I think it was uh, Joe Judge's first year when he got into it with, like, uh, a coach um, on his staff. Campos. And, and, you know, Campos. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, Campos. And then he got into mm-hmm. it with a player. And, two with and, a, and, a lot of, and a lot of fans thought that was cool. You know, say, so, oh, yeah, you know, like, tighten this ship up. Nah, but the thing is, man, like, in the NFL, you can't do that stuff, man. Like, it's a small fraternity, man. Like, you know, you just can't operate like that, you know. And my thing was, if you was going to fire Campos or whatever, I don't care. But you don't do all that on the field in front of the team. You do that behind closed doors and you let them know he's out. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, they got physical, you too. Don't know they they physical yeah, didn't they, didn't they, yeah, didn't they get physical? Didn't, like, um, yeah. Campos yeah, physical. grab his, like, neck? Got yeah, got physical. Yeah, got physical. Omnicron, mm-hmm. and I, and I'm and I'm sure that was because Judge was talking happy. You know what I mean? And Campo said, "You must not know. I put my hands on you." Right. That's a different variant. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a different variant. That's a different variant right there. You want to talk slick? You get beat slick. You know who I am? Mm-hmm. Campo. Get him out of the building. I know how I go. Choking nothing up in here. Three well, he got to go. Mm-hmm. Ivan, you a Knicks fan, right? Man, look, I I I I'm a Sixers fan. That's what I am now. <laughs> oh word? So now you hold look, on for a minute. Let me talk to you. I've been like that so for you years. Did. Hold on, here. Okay, all right. What? I just needed to know. I thought you was. No, no. Here's why. Here's why. He was my final straw, and I was almost there with the Giants. Here was my final straw. When I saw Charles Oakley being dragged out of the garden by security. See? You know what I'm Thank saying? You. And I, I, mm-hmm. I had to listen. I had to come back for only because I recognized. You know what? I'm doing the same thing, Ivan that I would do with the Giants. 
I'm so angry at management, ownership, and the hierarchy. I'm not loving the team because that's what makes me happy. So I had to stab the Dolan part out of me in order to start rooting again. Yeah, but for me, it's only been two years. It's only been two years. Look, yeah. This is it for me right here, right? And the same thing where if we would have made Abrams the GM and Judge would have remained as coach, I, I, I think I was going to tap out, you know, and, I, and I've said mm-hmm. that to some people. And I, said, and I said this, right, you know, and I'm tired of people, they use the same verbiage, right? You know, ride or die to, no, no, listen, okay? A relationship go two ways, right? You know, so why is the onus on me to be a diehard fan and stick through or weather all the storms, you know what I mean? But there's no onus on John Mara to get it right and fix the organization, right? You know, so mm-hmm. for me, it's not about, you know, I, I'm not an unrealistic fan. I know we're not going to win a Super Bowl every year, you know, and I don't expect that. What I want is to be competitive, and I do want to have some winning seasons. And if we lose in the first round, second round, so be it, you know what I mean? But I want to, you know, I want to have a team that I can go into the season excited and feel like we got a shot, you know? We 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 got a right. shot, you know, and and, 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 that's, and that's big, we haven't brother. had that. That's big. Yeah, we haven't had that for for a long time. As a fan, I'm giving my time. Look, I'm gonna say this to y'all, right? And then right. I, I'm leaving on this time, on this one, right? So for me, right, I I recently, you know, in the last um, several months, I got into investing. You know, right now I'm I'm doing the day trading. Um, I started with just investing, and and as I'm learning, I'm learning the investing game, and and I, I learn every day. I read something, I watch a video, I, I learn something every day, right? And I look at the money that's being moved. I look at the money I made today in the span of an hour, you know what I'm saying? And, 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 and I said to myself, and I was talking to somebody who said, you know, the, the game of investing is like learning a new language. You just got to, you know, you're not going to learn everything in a day. You got to do this, you got to do this. It's like anything else. And I, and I was talking to my boy who also got into investing. And, um, you know, I said to him, could you imagine if we put the effort into investing in the stock market that we put into our football teams? Because there was a point where I could tell you who the third guard on the team was. I could tell you that he was 6'4", 298 pounds. You see what I'm saying? I could tell you that he went to, to uh, um, Washington State University. I could tell you that, you know, this guy went to Georgia. I could do that with the Knicks. I knew the roster to a T, you know what I mean? I knew everything about them. Um, I knew schemes. I knew when they run a play, you know what I'm saying, what, what, what they was trying to do. And I said, I'm not making no money off of that. And on, to insult the injury, I'm not even getting any enjoyment out of it because the Giants are just – just casting a shadow on me every Sunday and ruining my Sunday. And it was several years ago after a Giants game, I was so mad that my chest started hurting. I went to the hospital. I thought I was having a heart attack, fellas. And then I said to myself, because I, I, really, I couldn't even go. When the Giants would lose, I couldn't go to work on that Monday. I could not go to work. I had to take off work. I couldn't eat that Sunday. Cause I, you know what I'm saying? So I got to the point where I said, you know what? What the hell am I investing this to this level? I'm impacting my health. I'm too much mm-hmm. of a diehard, you know? And um, there was nothing coming back. You know, there was no returns. So as, I, as I'm getting into this investing game, you know, I say, hey, if they, if they hire Abrams and they, if they keep Judge, I'm just going to forget, forget it. I'm done with y'all. I'm done with y'all. I'm going to unfollow all the New York media people. I don't even want to hear about them. I'm done. 
I'm focusing on investing. I'm still focusing on investing, but at least I can have a little bit of, uh, when I take a break from that, you know, I, I, I feel good about the, the prospects of what the Giants may provide for me as far as, far as entertainment is concerned. But, um, yeah, you know, back to my original point, though, man, like it can't just be give, give, give from the fan perspective. You know, they got to give, too. You know, and, and I'm glad that he at least acknowledged that they didn't know what the hell they was doing. They didn't, they couldn't see a way out. They had to clean, you know, clean house um, mm-hmm. because the fans that go out there week after week in the, in the, in the stadium, the fans that commit their Sundays, take time away from their families, um, alter their schedules, you know, alter their life, alter vacations, you know, to, to, to follow this team, you know, they deserve to have a product that they can at least be proud of, you know, and uh, it said that doesn't mean win the Super Bowl every year. That means be respectable, be a factor, you know, so that's it. I just want to throw that out there. No, that's, and that's and that's perfect because that's something that I talk about all the time. And we were discussing it yesterday, and um, I put it out on the table. You look at the Jets, look at teams like that. You look at teams like um, uh, uh, Miami. You look at teams that the Colts. You know what I'm saying? You look at teams that you say, "Damn, these teams are really never out of it." They lose it because the team may be superior. But the fact that you can compete and give yourself a chance for 16 weeks, that's something that you build on. That's what I feel we have been missing for the last eight or nine years. Like, just to say, yo, man, you know what? I don't want to watch this team because I think we're going to lose and see how bad we lose and hopefully we can win. I want to watch this team because there's glimpses of hope letting me know that we can, we have the potential to be better than what we're watching right now. And every week we just get a little bit better in an area where we say, you know what, well, at least we have that. Next year's draft, man, I'm looking forward to that. Hopefully we can get a couple of free agents. Yo, bro, we are so far away from that feeling that that's why this GM and head coach thing is going to be so significant and important, the feeling of competing, man. I cannot wait to have that back in my life. And I know you guys feel the same way. To feel like we're competing every week, that means something, man. That's what football is about. Y'all ain't have that in years. Need none of y'all. So I speak for all y'all. Y'all ain't got that, man. I lost the feeling, bro. I don't know what it feels like. You know what I'm saying? I'm so jealous watching everybody else every week. It's crazy. Man, it's crazy. We out here watching our favorite players so we can feel better about the ones we truly love. Shit, the best the best part about you, the yo, season is, is fantasy football mm-hmm. because it's like, you know what I mean? You can see the individual. individual you, bro, like, but damn, yo, man, you can see, look at the offense on our team, bro. You can't pick none of them players. Yo, can I just ask you a question, Freezy? Because I think if I ask it to everybody else, they might laugh at me. Sometimes you just, you know, you lose the reserve like me and we don't laugh at people. You ever watch TV and for some reason the two teams you watching ain't got nothing to do with the Giants, but everybody got a Giants uniform on no matter what? Or it's just me? You can say it's just me. It's okay. Nah, it's that, maybe, that part may be you, but I can see him in blue. Yeah, yeah damn, look right, at him. Right. Feel I'm looking at the team like, damn, yo. Yo, he just ran for a whole touchdown right there, you know? And we then 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 the reality come back, like the shadows leave from the side, you know, when you out of focus and you're not the main character. 
But then the, the focus come back, and then the team name is right there. Like, oh, that was not Saquon Barkley right there. That was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, gotta keep it a hundred, man. The shit, is, the shit is embarrassing every week, man. When I'm I'm looking at teams, and I'm like, you know, just like Ivan was talking about, I believe yesterday on the spaces, like Detroit and them, like they was playing, they was they came out to play, bro. They wasn't trying to lose, yeah. man. So. Strength and, and mindset, bro. It's a mindset. Like, yo, fuck this, man. Yeah. We don't care no more. Let's play, man. So we stuck all season. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, we got a tie. Mm-hmm. We so whack, we had a tie. Yo. Mm-hmm. Real quick, though. That shit that you were just describing, yo, that commercial, though. I know. I don't know if everybody knows or was lost, but. The the cinematic uh, feature in the new phones, where they blur out the other character, but the main character gets <laughs> yeah. you know focused on right. Yo, and in the, the commercial, the dude it. said, "All right, so I'm not important enough to be the main character." He said, "No, I'm the main character." Oh yeah. And the dude said, said "He said this, he said, well, what if I'm the killer?" He said, "Are oh, you the killer?" <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, bro. He said, "No, I'm not." But I could be. <laughs> I could have said. Right, and as soon as he said Bruh. that, but I'm not. It went blurry again. Focus right back. No, but the way the with the way the black dude was That's talking right. to him, though, with the attitude. Yeah, yo, yeah. The way he was talking to him, like, yo, you're not. You know what I'm saying? You're actually, you're, you're, you're not the main character. But why is it? What if I was the kid? Yeah, they looking like a fake, all fake guy. Are you the kid? Straight up, bro. Could be. Right, bro. That's the funniest shit I ever seen, Yo, that be happening to me when I watch games, man. I'm like, don't look at this. <laughs> no, it's just Damn, sad, bro. though. It's sad to watch, man. It's just like the home team you look over. We get smack-bitted. I'm like, and, yo, and it's shakes. terrible. Shakes and Freezy, I promise, is my last sentence for this. And of course, you already. Yeah, we got know six. We got six minutes left, man. We got to head close it up. Yo, do you know how it felt to watch my son throw touchdowns to my son like that? And Kenny Galladay couldn't get one touchdown in fourteen games. Do you all know how that feels to see Joe Burrow? To for Joe Burrow. Took the road touchdown. Oh, that's to all Jamar cheap labor, too. Like that. That's all money contract Joe, right there. So Kenny Galladay got more money than Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase combined for the next two years. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, I blur it out. I, I blur it again. Okay, yeah, my, my All right, so we're gonna yeah, do, man. Since we only got like six minutes left, man, we're gonna close it out. We're gonna start with the brother, man, coming through, blessing us, Lieutenant Ivan, man. Take us home, baby. Yeah, I, I'll be quick, man. Like for me, look, you know, and you guys touch on the sentiment, right? I, I just want to be, you know, when I when I when I watch sports, it's supposed to be an outlet. It's supposed to bring enjoyment. And, and and you guys wouldn't believe it from the way I am now, but like I, 
you know, I was so beyond optimistic, man. I was just happy when football season was here. I put on my Giants gear, go to this grocery store, just looking and hoping to find a Giants fan to give him a high five or something. You know what I mean? To give him some mm-hmm. death and be like, hey, man, you know, we, we, and regardless, you know, even if we didn't win that game, you know, I still felt good about my team, man. And, and I was happy it was football season, man. I used to, plan my whole Sunday around it. You know, I'm going to give me a pizza. I go go to my favorite spot, and my guy was like, hey, I got your order. I already know what you want. I saw you pull up. I, I threw your pizza in the oven, you know? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like, it, it was just, you know, it was something that, you know, gave me a break, you know what I'm saying, and, and brought me joy. And, and I just want to get back to that, man, and I hope that we hire the right people. And um, I, I love the candidates for the GM. I, I don't know which way they're going to go with the head coach. They haven't released that yet. But, um, you know, as they shouldn't, you know, because they got to get the GM. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, I just want to get back to um, feeling good about them, you know. And if I invest my time, you know, into a team, I want to at least know that, you know, they they trending in the right direction, Um and uh, that's all I ask, right? And if the results, and when they come, you know, um, they come. You know, I never forget, man. It was um, after we won the last Super Bowl. I had a, a friend that, that, you know, um, you know, he lived here in uh, in Delaware. He was, he was, you know, a civilian in the military. Um, you know, one of the civilian guys that worked with us. And I, I said I was going to the to the parade, right? And he said he was coming, but then his his ex wife at the time. Um, didn't want him to go, and he called me and said, I can't come with you. And I said, what you mean? He said, man, you know, she acting, you know, funny. I drove over to his house, you know, and, and, and he didn't know. I just drove over there. I was going to go regardless, and I told I, I said, I, I need to talk to your wife. You know, he said, you want to talk? I said, yeah, I need to talk to your wife. And I said to this woman, I said, hey, listen, I don't know what y'all got going on. What you know, what issues you guys got, or you know, whatever y'all fighting about, but you know, I don't know, and he don't know. The next time we gonna have this opportunity, right? I said it may be twenty, thirty years. It may never come. You got fans of football teams; they live and die and never see their team win a title. Mm-hmm. So I said he'll never get this opportunity again, maybe. And I said we're going down there to be among fans and support our team and to celebrate everything that we put into this team. I said, I promise you, we ain't looking for no girls. We ain't looking for no women. We ain't on that. I'm not on that. He not going to be on that, you know? I mm-hmm. said, but he got to come. I said, even if you are, you upset with him <laughs> after this, he got to come. She told that man, you know, go ahead and go with your friend, man, you know, whatever. Have a good time. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, even to this day, every now and then he'll message me. He said, hey, man, I'm glad you convinced me. I said, yeah. Because, you know, in all these years of pain, you know what I mean? At least you can remember back when you froze your ass off, you know, <laughs> and uh, you, you watch that team, you know, celebrate. But, you know, I just want to get back to, you know, being, you know, just, man, having a reason to root for the team, man. Mm-hmm. I want to be Winning optimistic. Culture. That's my nature in sports. I want to, I wanna, you know, enjoy my team. I want to rock my colors prideful, and I hope that they're giving that back to me next year. All right, Lieutenant Ivan. Delaware boys, you heard me. the chosen one from the Bronx. Talk to us, baby. Bunch of great topics, man. That's my thing moving forward. I want to get back to the original 
you know, mode that I always used to be in when I first joined the show would allow me to become a co-host and the content and the mindset and the things that I brought to the show. I'm getting back to that. You know what I mean? I got away from those things because it got away from me. What I mean by it is it means the love that I had. It means the care that I had, the compassion that I had. It turned into a lot of attitude, anger, and I had to recognize and step back and realize, you know what, I'm not getting no younger. I need to take care of my body. And a part of that is also starting first with my mind. So now that my mind is back, you guys will be getting so much content like y'all you used to. I mean, that part ain't changed, but I just got away from it because it wasn't nothing exciting to be excited about. Now it's time to break things down, stats and facts, like I've always been about, and be ready for whoever's ready for the ruckus. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Come at me, bro. You know? Mm-hmm. And I love come the fact that we're doing what we Yeah, come at me, bro. Yeah. This is what I do. She, come, she coming for us, bro. But, um... So, yeah, yeah, let me get out of here, man. And, um, y'all know what time it is, man. Let somebody else get their time. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Yo, Chase, take us to the crib, son. Already, man. We'll be back tomorrow, Thursday, Thursday, 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Like we always say around this time, we don't expect y'all to agree with us. We'll be damn sure we expect y'all to understand. Understand? So don't get shook up because we keep shit live. Just the shakedown up in New York Giants on that drive for five. Thank God. And we out of there. <laughs> Yo, y'all just been shook up by the shakedown crew. We the fuck up out of here, baby. Peace. Bye-bye, gentlemen. Bye-bye, judge. New day. Hey. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to pretty decent program.